Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You, you are a crusty old Jew. And I, you know what? Hey, and I've been thinking about it. I, I don't even understand at this stage. I feel like, why even be Adam Hunter, bro? I, I'm not going back to Adam Greenberg. Oh, my God. Why not, bro? I will pay for you to your game back to Adam Greenberg. And how are you doing it? Dude, I, sh- I never should have changed to begin with. I got bullied by my dad to change it, number one. Um, that's a whole other story that like still bothers me to this day. And then number two, everyone who knows me is Adam. I've actually done pretty well in my life as Adam Hunter. And then everyone's going to be like, Oh, he's only doing it to become more Jew. It'll probably work against me somehow. So at this point, no way. I think it, no, no way. What do you mean? I think it's opposite. I think they will help you. I'm not going back. I'm not, I'm already been like a headline is Adam Hunter. I have adamhunter.com. All right. Well, okay. Why don't you have a second, character called adam greenberg and then instead of do your all fucking cool guy jokes where you're some cool type fucking comic some cool road comic you do this fucking kind of nervous jew character that's that my character. really i think encapsulate that's my, that's who you my, are that's my character anyway number one no. i'll go to adam greenberg and be the exact same character that's also the plot of Hannah Montana and Miley Cyrus and Hannah Montana. It's the same yeah, but I'm exactly. Yeah, but I'd be the same exact person. Like you have zero difference. Like, but I was anyway. Uh, so, everybody, are, are we here? Is it recording? No, wait, 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 wait. I'm not ready. How do I look? You look well in general. <laughs> Ween. Ween. No, you look good. Let me, uh, let me uh, no, let me. Uh, let me I'm not recording this right now, by the way. Just so you know. L- listen, Ween. The only guy as the only guy who has. Some tendencies, if you know what I mean. Oh yeah. How do I look? Am I am I looking kind of handsome? You are. You know, oh, you shaved. You shaved your facial hair I completely. Oh, no, 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 I'm no, saying like, a, like a week ago, and it's growing back, and now it looks good. You look very manly and intimidating, but also very handsome. This is my. Uh, this, we uh, have straight tendencies. Uh, that's he's, questionable. He's, yeah. Anyway, everybody, what's up? It's, it's Adam Hunter, brand new MMA roasted podcast, brought to you by Speedweed. Get it delivered, especially during this pandemic. Uh, get it delivered, okay? Do not leave your house. Don't go to dispensary. Don't go to gatherings. Get it delivered. They'll take, deliver marijuana, CBD, edibles, sex lube, the whole thing. Um, now, go to speedweed.com or follow them at Speedweed. And thank you, Gino. Well, let me, hey, let me ask you a question about our sponsor, Speedweed. Are, are these guys like, you know what I mean? Like handling the blunts or joints or whatever the hell they're handling. Are they handling it directly? I, if anyone gets the coronavirus to seaweed, it's not my, my fault. So I don't know. Uh, asterisk, okay. <laughs> I've had some deliveries. I've had some delivery people that just like literally drop the package and run away from the house. Like they don't even knock on the, they knock on the door and run away. 
I just feel like that's the strategy. Like rob a bank with like a cough at this point. Like you can go in there with like a gun and people will be like, oh, I'm fine. And you cough and everyone will like get down for cover. That's, that's how, how, how bad this is going. Um, Bonus so, points if you're Asian. No. <laughs> uh, first of all, uh, great podcast yesterday with Bisbing and Baroni. Although I got to say, man, like, so like Larry David, right? Was a, who I think is brilliant. One of the funniest people ever. But he was a terrible comic because he, according to him, he would make everyone laugh except for one person. And then he would focus on that one person. And then that would ruin his set. And that's how I feel a lot of times. Number one on stage, it's always that. And then you'll find out the person didn't even speak English. Like the whole time you were in your head. But, but, but also, even like, like I understand you may have, I can't imagine the YouTube comments you got when you were going crazy uh, or when you were crazy, uh, whatever. Because um, in your crazy period. So, um, <laughs> because like we get like hundreds of comments and the likes are inc insane, like 190 likes, four dislikes, which for YouTube is pretty good. But one person will say something and it'll fucking, first yesterday somebody says, hey, uh, you live in LA, your dog's gonna get eaten by uh, a mountain lion or a, um, a uh, coyote. A coyote and it's gonna be your fault for being a, pet, a bad pet owner. First of all, you know where I live in LA. There's no fucking mountain lions. I don't live in the mountains or in the hills. It's, LA is a pretty big place, okay? Mm -hmm. There's never been once, but that bothered me. That now I'm like, do I defend myself on my, my pet ownership? And then I'm just like, and then my, my, I was so annoyed that my wife went in the other room that was gonna like make a fake account and defend me. Uh, to, but then I'm like, so, but that was like, whatever. Then the next one was like, hey, Adam, you know, you, uh, maybe you could look do some more research when you ask Bisbing questions. Uh, those, you know, those questions have been so played out, right? Okay, first of all, first of all, all right, in my defense, I knew Bisbing was coming on an hour before the show. Like, the show starts at 12 o'clock, 11.30, half hour. He's like, hey, I'll, I'll come on the show today. Okay, that's number one. Number two, I'm watching a baby, okay, because my wife is working, and we're in a pandemic. I can't leave, we, we're not, we can't leave the house. I don't have time to go through all Bisbing's fucking, uh, you know, so, uh, catalog of interviews and find out what he has or what he hasn't been asked, okay? And I'm not even a fucking journalist. I'm a comedian who, who, who likes his podcast. Uh, but you know, I know, look, I got caught flat-footed too. Like, I didn't know we were gonna have him on. I would add like some better questions, some better anecdotes from the time that we did the TV show together. I would, I would have been more prepared. Also, yeah. I really think we kind of blew it. But I mean, that's the pandemic. And also for you to blame the pandemic, on your shitty journalism? I mean, come on, bro. <laughs> you're not you're not a journalist. I'm we not don't a expect journalist. you to be. We don't expect you to be, but I'm surprised you didn't ask him about, I don't know, like anal blasting or I guess Ween wasn't on the show. Yeah. So and and, and then you had to be cool because your black friend was on the show. No, I, I don't know. I, I, I felt like there was a different vibe. No, that's number one, okay, it's a whole different vibe because I had to go learn Zoop. A, a Zoom Pro the night the night before I'm down. Oh yeah, and by the way, thanks a lot, bro. I like I I did try to download Zoom on my computer, and all I got was a bunch of malware. So now I'm gonna get like advertisement pop ups for boner pills no, but for the rest right. of my but, fucking but, but life. The, the, but the guy had some points. Yeah, okay, it could have been a better interview. Uh, granted, uh, yeah, but, but, but at the same time, like, and, I, and then someone's like, "Now you're playing with," and then I responded to this. First, first I go, I go, Why? first I say, go get your own podcast with Mayhem and Bisbing and ask whatever you want. Uh, that was my first reaction. 
But then someone, then people were like, "This is not professional. I can't believe constructive criticism. Well, you can give it, you can't take it." I go, "All right, this guy's got some points. These, these were some decent points. It wasn't the greatest interview of all time, but at the same, but on one hand, I am blaming the pandemic because I've lost fucking thirteen, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars worth of fucking gigs, and my wife's working, and I'm watching a baby." Like, I don't have time to fucking do the greatest interview on an hour fucking notice. And also, Mayhem, not to mention, it was the first time that you saw Bisbing. You've had a rough go. Bisbing's done pretty well. I'm protective of you. I don't want to make it seem like you were not, like, I don't want to make you feel bad. I wanted to, you know what I'm saying? Like, there were a lot of things in my head of like, in case shit went, I don't know. At the top of the show, I told a story in which I almost got murdered and save my own life using martial arts that I learned from the 1980s classic Under Siege. Oh, I get so that. I don't think that <laughs> anything that you, that you say to me uh, you know, on a freaking podcast can hurt my feelings. So I appreciate you looking out for me, but man, you are so Greenberg right now. No, but as your friend, I also wanted to like, I don't know, I'm also proud of you, where you've come, this and that, but I know for myself, like right now, me and Eliza Schlesinger were on Last Comic Standing together, right? Eliza's in a movie with Mark Wahlberg. Okay, I'm I'm making I'm I'm, I'm looking for likes on YouTube right now. So fucking uh, like, and not not just looking for likes. You're arguing with dislikes. Bro. Okay, fine. You're right. really missing so, the boat, bro. You're so, <laughs> so, bro, there's a whole forest out there, and you're over here chopping down the cherry tree. I, I started, on, I started answering every you. You know what? It was cathartic, but it also made me realize that as a comic, right? Stand-up comedy is my therapy, right? I get on stage and I talk to the crowd, whether it's because I'm having a bad day, I make it funny, people laugh, I get instant validation. Right now, that's being taken away from me. That's so, true. So, my, so I'm also, and I haven't left the house in a fucking week, and so I'm a lot quicker on a fucking trigger, you know, uh, to fucking respond to people. Whereas normally, somebody says something, I do a comedy show, where people laugh, I feel like I don't have to fucking respond to this shit. You know, I, I like know what I'm capable of. Not that I'm Noah, but and now that's gone. My fucking, my therapy's gone in, in, a, in a lot of ways. My outlet is gone. And uh, it, it was just, it, it, that kind of annoyed me. But well, let me, let me tell you a little story to cheer you up, all right? Uh, you know how I went away for a long time, right? Yeah. Got busted, right? And the charge that time was vandalism, right? basically it broke down. I, I, I had a party at my house and I just tore my fucking house apart. Like not just a little bit, like pieces of it flying everywhere. Okay. The, before the cops showed up, I had a couple of little dogs. They had snuck out through a hole in the fence. All right. I was looking for them. My pit bull, I had a pit bull who showed back up to the house with like a big scratch on his face. And I was like, what the hell? I thought he had like got the scratch from, you know, getting, uh, escaping the fence. Well, I hear the dogs barking, the little dogs barking, called Pomeranian, okay? I hear one of them, my little black one, yap, yap, yapping. It's like six in the morning. And so I look over the fence, and see three coyotes surrounding 
This is going to be the, scary. This I'm little book. right now. That's what I'm thinking. Is this the story you want to tell me? <laughs> yeah. As I look over the fence, it was like, get back in here. Get back in here. Another coyote, a fourth one, jumps out of the shadows, snatches her, and runs up the hill. <gasps> Cops show up. I get busted. And I have to sit there for a year thinking about that image in my face. So boo-hoo your uh, YouTube comment. No, I don't care. I'm, I'm not saying boo-hoo. I'm just venting, dude. I'm just like, am I not allowed to? <laughs> you know what? You're right. Since you don't get to go on stage, I guess this is your, wait, now you get a bitch at us about everything I'm not bitch at you. wrong with your like, idyllic life. Well, it's just like fucking pins, right? Like I go out, I write a movie, I, uh, I try to go fund me, I, I beg, fucking ask everyone to do it, uh, to give me money. Uh, go on 9,000 podcasts, write this, don't raise enough money, buy clothes, rewrite it, shoot it, cast it, fucking almost get divorced in the whole process, use my, sneak into the school, all, like, just 5,000 things I do. I fucking, I, well, I put look, it out. I, 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 I pinned, right? I put it on, on like, YouTube. Somebody fucking hits me up. <laughs> this comic hits me up and says, uh, hey, man, I, I watched your thing. Get it to Joe Rogan. He'll produce it. Like, like, all right, I'm, so now I'm like, okay, that's, sure, that's, uh, why not, right? And then the other guy, he goes, hey, why don't you have Theo Vaughn play the lead? So that, like, right, right away, I'm just like, and then he goes, Perfect. then he goes, I'll be the AD. That's what the guy says to me. I'll be the AD. So I'm like, cool. Yep. Uh-huh. Right? That's all I said, right? Then he fucking sends me his movie. So then I write back to him, hey, get it to Joe Rogan, have Theo Vaughn. I didn't even see the fucking movie. Like, I'm not... No, you didn't watch this dude's movie? No. That was Parasite. So, what so, a dick, bro. Listen, I, I, you know what? Send me his movie. I, I'll do a pilot with this guy. Okay. And, uh, you know, I'll blast off into Hollywood success. I'll call up Joe Rogan this weekend. Um, all right. So that was, so that's, but like, I wouldn't have done that if I was on stage. Like, little things like that are like, I'm like becoming petty. Uh, this is like petty. Becoming, huh? <laughs> Fuck off, dude. All right. I'm just saying, bro, I've known you for a good long time. And like you trying to play Mr. Cool Guy, but I don't come try on, to bud. You I'm can't just, help it. You're, the way your mind works is you become hyper focused on one detail, just like the Larry David thing, where one one person ain't laughing, and that's all you can see. And I get it. I get it. It's a. It's actually a one of your redeeming qualities, one of your positive things that that you know. It's like. Uh, I don't know. It's like obsessive compulsive disorder. You that. know, I'm not trying to diagnose. You. Oh well, then I diagnosed you correctly. I've been, I've been diagnosed with that. Like, oh, okay. Well, that's what I'm it saying. It used to be really bad. I, I used to drive my car and think I hit somebody, knowing I didn't hit someone. Circle the block for hours looking for an imaginary person. I knew it. To run him over again. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I, and half the time there was nobody underneath the car. No, so um, but yeah. So but anyway, so that was like uh. But anyway, but anyway, after getting out, of, after answering everyone's YouTube today, I, I kind of, I'm like, all right, I, I either gotta like have fun with it and let it all bounce off, or don't look at it at all, because you can't, you can't do it both. You can't. Uh, are you at, are you enlisting me and my monkey army to like? The monkey combat? army is like hilarious, but they're like <laughs> everything I put on YouTube that has nothing to do with you. Everyone goes, where's mayhem? Yeah, like, I'll, I'll put like. Hey, this is my bar mitzvah. Where was mayhem? Like, I mean, it has just <laughs> nothing to do with fucking where's mayhem. Like, I've never seen a more committed army. Like, and this, yeah. is, and this is the army after you've been slaughtered 
and lost and like went to jail and there's still oh, your- oh. what do you mean bro i just listen i know you wouldn't understand this uh but maybe ask your wife you know i, I died three days later i came back right it's, it's You're casual like, that's you the Christian way, bro. Fan base. And you know what? They happen to be really cool and really nice. And they're awesome. Nice. Like they're, they're, you know, I feel bad that I don't communicate with more of them because they're so committed and so, like, positive towards each other. And that's what I kind of instilled at the, at the beginning of all this. Uh, I was like, all right, each, each monkey builds the other monkey. We're all going to push each other up. And a lot of them have stuck to that to this very no, day. I know, I'm, I'm, I'm so, I'm so blessed. And there's a pandemic. People are dying on the fucking streets right now. These are not real problems. And I know that. Okay. I know that. I'm just telling you like what goes through my head and I'm, I'm working to be a better person. Well, and- look at it this way, Adam. There, there's no referee to stop the fight. So you, you got as many rounds as you want, bud. I know. I don't want these rounds. I, I, I only have so much time in my life. I got to focus on this. I got to yeah, know. I, I woke up this morning. I, I made breakfast for the first time in my life for my ba- my wife and kid. Eggs. Wow. I had to Google how to make scrambled eggs. I've never made really? it in my entire life. Yes. Uh, but my wife says this, she's happier than she's ever been in this marriage by me being home. I'm never home. And she's like, this is the marriage I've always wanted. All it took was- <laughs> like, oh, God, that's hilarious. He's like, all it took was a pandemic. He's like, I loved it. I'm like, you're, I'm like, you're probably the person that sent the bat to China. That fucking, you know, she probably started these. Anyway, um, so anyway, that's, uh, that's the bat. Uh, I got it off my chest. But anyway, people who are commenting, who are about the thank you for this. And listen. I know we need more. So people always tell me, I can't believe this doesn't have 100,000 downloads. Okay, listen, on that, okay, we just started with YouTube. Before Mayhem came on the show, there was no YouTube channel. I had like random comedy shows from like heckler videos, okay? So this is, I know it's number 500 podcast, but it's number seven YouTube show, okay? So for like seven YouTube shows, some of us get 80, 90,000, 100,000 views. Okay, we're doing okay. Okay, but it's not like the fighter and the kid that this is their fifth, 500th YouTube show. Okay, this is really only our seventh YouTube show. There was no, uh, there was no MMA roasted on YouTube before. So, so, but I appreciate the kind efforts, but stop telling me to go on JRE. Okay, I, I like. Let, let's just argue with everybody. Let's just. You know what? Fuck it. I'll, I'll get on the comments too, even though I don't even do that. No, I don't I'll want get on the comments. The last time on the comments, you ended up as Lucky Patrick. Okay. I honestly. Oh I no. Don't want, I don't want you near the comments. Okay. <laughs> Your life is no, so. I got it, bro. I got no, it. I no, got I'm, it. I'm getting off the comments too. I am no longer looking at the comments. I, I'm off. Really? I'm, yes. I don't a, believe you. I, I say don't you like make it one comments. week. It's not. And, and on top of that, the comments on this one is going to be fucking ridiculous yeah. because first of all you're holding a baby whining about like white people problems you know what i'm saying it's meanwhile not meanwhile there's there's literally millions of people wiping their ass with their left hand i just you know said that you're just fucking repeating me you asshole okay I, I just said that these aren't real fucking problems i know oh, okay a- well look I, I said it i said it a little more funny than you no, you, you did. Not, okay. First, it's another thing. Everyone's like, leave the jokes to mayhem. Like, what? <laughs> Listen, but you know what? They bring a valid point because without the audience feedback, I don't think you even know if you are being funny. Like, they're I don't always like, like 
I don't, I don't like, huh? the, I, don't, I don't want feedback. Okay. And people, by the way, <laughs> people telling us, look, we're right now, this podcast is that indie band and that indie yeah. group and that indie fucking, that, that was cool before they became famous. I guarantee yeah. you, once we get big, we can't yeah. talk about anal blasting with fucking Ween Dog or, or yeah, we will. I'm going to get the boot. Okay. All right. Once there's money involved, the people involved, this is going to be different. So enjoy it now, fuckers. Okay, because we are the indie band. We can't wait to sell out. We can't yeah. wait to sell out. Sign on to fucking Joe Rogan Podcast Unit.com and Bert, have Burt Kreisner come in with his tits out every day. He mentioned me last night. He put, mentioned me on, on JRE. He, he, he actually talked about... Uh, uh, um, he, uh, I don't care. He said, yeah, he said something about last comment me fighting with this girl. The story wasn't, isn't really true, but what he said was, this girl cursed me out on Last Comic Standing. What had happened was she, that she called me a cunt. Number one, she never called me a cunt, okay? Number two, I kept getting on Last Comic Standing and getting through every round. And then before it would air, like the, they would call me up, like, you're off the show. I go, but they told me I was on the show. I, I cried on TV thanking my family. They're like, well, we, we picked 50 guys and we could only keep 30. I go, well, what about the judges who voted me in and everyone, uh, sorry, try out next year. So that happens like three years, two years in a row. That's how reality TV works. It's, so they just take you off. They're not even like, not even going through a round. They just call you up. So I got back on the show and I'm like, I got to be the villain to get through these rounds because I'm being myself and they're not buying, they don't care. Maybe I'm not fitting their demographic. I don't have the right management, the right people behind me. No one's pulling for me. It was just me. So I was like, all right, I'll be the fucking the loud, obnoxious guy to get into the house. And when I'm in the house, I'll flip the, the switch. That's what I did. I got it. I, I was on thing going, I'm the greatest comic here. I don't know. Everyone else can go home. I'm just saying dumb shit. Like, you know, and then when I got in the house, they were like, do you want to win? I'm like, yeah, but I, I work with kids who have cancer. And I, I just kept like bringing up the fact that I worked with kids who had cancer. So that way they couldn't edit anything bad about me. And then eventually they stopped interviewing me, stopped feeding me. It's a whole fucking, that's another podcast, right? So anyway, this girl. No, I feel like this is this podcast now. This is a really interesting story, bro. So this girl, Andy Smith, who's a funny comic, saw me in the room when I was like, yeah, I'm the greatest comic here. But I was only doing it to get on the fucking house. You know, like, so after I got through the round and she didn't, that night at a bar, she, I was like celebrating. I was like super happy. I got through to, I was going to live in the house, you know. And she looked at me. She's like, hey, you fucking, you are, you're a hack. Like, go fuck you or something. Like, like, it was just like that. And I looked at her like, huh? Like, wow, that was mean. And she walked away. That, that was it. But, but it was annoying to me. I was like, what a fucking asshole. Like, fuck you and I'm a hack. Like, I'm, so it's supposed to be like the happiest night of my life and you're just trying to ruin it. That was it. Bert went on Rogan and was like, yeah, Adam and Andy Smith, they started going at it on television and all this. No, we, she never even got on the television aspect. That never happened. But anyway, so if anybody wants to clear that, that's what happened yesterday. So there was a similar thing, but Rogan and Bert said, I'm, 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 I'm a nice guy, which is nice. They're like, oh yeah, I'm nah, you fucking guy. nice guy. <laughs> yeah, is that even a compliment anymore? Being a, I feel like a nice no, guy. No, nice, being a nice guy is like a nice way to say that guy's a fucking hack. No, fuck you, okay? <laughs> oh no. Hey man, I just realized like, hack is like the N word for comics. Cause every time I say it, bro, you want to fight. It's hilarious. So, I mean, I'm trying, I'm trying to use it sparingly, kind of like my grandpa did. Anyway, I don't even know what that even means. Uh, let's talk about, okay, so before we get to Jessica, I, 
uh, Travis Brown tweeted out, hey, I'm cooking food for Ronda Rousey uh, because of the quarantine. I guess I'm going to get anal sex tonight. Right. And then anal and then Rhonda wrote, not with the food you cooked. And then like, but and then like whatever. So they're, it they're, sounds like the text from last last fight you <laughs> it doesn't even sound real. <laughs> so I wrote a joke of like, yeah, he, they got anal sex last time he couldn't sit for two weeks. Both of them blocked me at this point anyway. Uh yeah, they don't like Wait, me. really? Yeah. Like yeah. come on, bro. Like you okay, you're like uh, like the MMA comic, like why the fuck is everybody getting butt hurt? Literally, uh, that you're making jokes like that's well, your it, whole. Like, it goes thing. way back with Rhonda. I was always nice to Rhonda and uh, super nice, and she never did the. Po- I was her roommate slash best friend, Marino. We were like friends, like pretty good friends. And she was on the podcast. She was my co-host. I, I gave her a job, and like, well, she got herself a job, but I that was the one, you know, like so. And then all of a sudden, like they started dating. Started dating Travis. And I was like, Rhonda, keep your head up or something about after she lost. And she's like, fuck you. You, you made fun of my man and, and talk shit about my friend and this and that. And I was just like, dude, Rhonda's mom like, is like, we were friends. Like, she, even, she called me up two weeks ago for uh, advice for, for something. Like, I helped her start a podcast. And like, I got her cousin tickets to fights, like to her fights. Like, there was no need for any of this. But she just kind of just was, I was like, all right. And the thing was, the funny part is that I didn't make jokes about Ronda Rousey and Travis Brown. And there was a lot of like weird shit going on at that time about Travis was like married when he was dating her. And then his ex-wife was accusing him of some shit. And it was like, there's a lot of stuff that like, if I wanted to be a dick and make jokes about or whatever, I could, but I was like, ah, I'm going to stay away from this. And it's funny when you stay away from something, people get, that's when people get mad, but it was whatever, you know, like I said, you know, someone's like, you got to go with people who like you. You can't go with people who don't. And I, I, I mean, it's weird because, like, me and Ween are here, and you don't like you. Don't like you. <laughs> Thank nah. you. But there are, like, there are a lot of comedy clubs out there that people are like, why do you play that club? Because like, they show me love. I'm like, I don't, I'm not one of these guys that, like, and that's another thing that annoys me, is that people confuse popularity with quality. And it's not necessarily the thing. I mean, some of my favorite comics out there favorite comics people probably haven't heard of like godfrey is a beast you but you know you know godfrey i know godfrey but godfrey's not more popular than chris D'Elia. and to me godfrey is like 10 times the comic of chris D'Elia. i mean yeah you know what but that, that comes like it's weird that we're having all this conversation about entertainment right now because it's like especially where we are right now with this whole netflix generation and cord cutting and there's like 60 streaming services where they just basically reinvented cable. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a weird time where lightning will strike some which away. And I, you know, it goes back to when you were on Last Comic Standing. Why, if you can look at things objectively, why do you think they kept editing you out? Like, uh, what were you dicks to like the staff or? Yeah, well, the the show had fucked me over like three times and I was calling them on their bullshit. Like, like, like they were editing sets. They were editing our like, basically like we do these challenges, but they wouldn't play the whole challenge. And I'd be like, well, it doesn't matter if I won or lost. You're going to make it seem like I lost anyway. uh, Because with your editing, I was just saying things like that. And then that that rubbed them way the wrong way. Um, But also, you know, they had an agenda. I think that 
Eliza had got really good ratings at that time and they had never had a girl win. And everyone kept picking Eliza because they thought she was the weakest comic. She's been comedy two years at that point and probably was one of the weakest comics. And it was just a weird, it was just, and I wasn't playing the heel anymore. I'd only played the heel to get into the house. And once I got in, I'm like, I don't want them, I don't want to be the number one hated guy on television. I don't want to be that guy. So I'm not going to give them anything, but they still tried to use it. Like, for example, one time they were like, uh, who want, you guys are all performing tomorrow. And I hadn't performed in a month. And I was like, fuck yeah, hell yeah. Like, yes. They're like, why do you want to perform? I'm like, well, because I hadn't, I thought this was a comedy show. I wanted to be on Last Comic Standing and I hadn't done comedy in a month. Like I, I, they had us do things like props with Carrot Top at Home Depot or read Playmates in the, play, the Playboy channel, the, 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 the read them bedtime stories. I'm like, what does this have to do with stand-up comedy? So when they said, you're doing comedy, I'm like, yes. Cut to, I'm watching the show and they're like, you all have to do comedy tomorrow. And then you, they took another shot of me like this. Like, and then they cut to Jeff Dye going, man, Adam looked really scared. You could tell he didn't want to. I go, that was the opposite. It wasn't even like they took a- Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, you got to understand. Okay. Because I, I worked in reality television myself a little bit. And the problem is, is that they have a lot of time to fill. And they have to have like these different concentric storylines going. Of course, I get and it. If so, and then, and if they have just a shit ton of footage, you know, because I've been a, a, you know, I've been on both sides of that thing where, like, bully beat down, we can edit it so I'm even funnier than I am, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then on the flip side of that, on the flip side of that too, was you know maybe you don't know that I won an Emmy, but it was for like that time I did the damn interview on with Gumble Brian. Like, Brian does that Gumbel? really count as winning, winning an Emmy? Yeah. Definitely, because what I was doing and what what they edited, what I was doing was lashing out at the entire sport of MMA for leaving me with a broken leg and going, go fuck yourself, Mayhem. I, I was lashing out against them instead, and I just did a comedy show. I just did everything that he asked. I fucking said a smart-ass remark, and I just was, uh, you know, I was uh, performing. But they edited it to look like I was like this nefarious. Yeah, yeah. And you know, hey, lesson learned. That's the way life goes. No, and and those, those, the people behind the camera have all the damn power. So you know, it's like you gotta dance this line of being Mr. Nice Guy with with no, those producers. No, but, no, but what I'm trying to say is popularity doesn't equals like like for example yeah, quality. And, and just because someone. Look, of course, if Joe Rogan was like, hey, come on my podcast tomorrow, I'd be there tomorrow, right? But he has to ask me to be on the podcast. I'm, I'm not just going to be like, there's no, there's no, I'm not going to fly a plane to Joe Rogan's house and then be like, I'm on the podcast. Just, and, but also, just because you're not on Joe Rogan's podcast doesn't mean you're not like a hilarious comic. I think that people assume, this is a weird thing right now. Like, I got to- It's called the algorithm, bro. It's the uh, algorithm, right? I gotta, well, I gotta, no matter what I look at on, no matter what I look at, because of my choices on YouTube, right? No matter what I look at, eventually I get directed to Joe Rogan. Or I get directed to, if I watch political shit, I get directed to John Oliver. But, but I'm saying, but it's a bigger than that. I'm trying to say, it's like, I got an email a kid went to high school with. And, you know, he was like, hey man, I really think it's great. First he said, uh, have you got, have you made a living doing comedy? Have you gotten any funnier? 
So I was like, 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 first of all, fuck off. Like, I haven't talked to you in 20 years. This is what you fucking come at me with. Second of all, then he goes, he goes, yeah, man, I really think it's cool that you make a living, even though you're not a star. And I was like, uh, it made me think a lot. First of all, what's a star? Okay. And also what's success? I mean, if you look at like, if you make a living doing what you love, you're successful. If you have friends and family that you love, that love you back, you're successful. I mean, I'm sure you could probably vouch for, you were one of the biggest stars across the board, but I don't know if you were necessarily yeah, yeah. happy. But be, yeah, being happy and being successful are not like, being financially successful and being happy, there's like a Venn diagram where they, they cross over. You can be financially successful, but not successful in other areas of your life. I, right. I was always thinking that the only way to be happy is to be financially successful. And that really caused me to like swing back the other way because I was like, this is fucking stupid. I, I did all this for no reason, you know, and like had this crazy epiphany that like really like, you know, upended my whole entire worldview. And, and that's how it is. And, and you're in the middle of it right now, but you're in the middle of this weird, you know, uh, development that, uh, oh, I, mean, that look, I, I really like to see. This is everything. Like this is I know you got the baby, so it's like you're, you're really time, developing I'm not, I'm not putting the, I'm not putting the pressure of like because you see people whose sole happiness is on their kids, and then it, then they put all their pressure on their kids, and then their kids yeah. are gonna be fucking assholes, and they feel like failures. So it's like you have to like, you know, for example, like today I tried to read her an Elmo book, right? And she's like, no, I'm not reading the book, and she fucking and she no no no. So I'm like, all right, well I'm gonna read it myself. So I read it myself, and then she came over, sat down, we read the book together. Like, so what, did you just give her Ambien after that, or what? I know, she's knocked out right now. <laughs> like, to me, the best parent I've seen coaching wrestling was, there was a kid named Robbie. father was a black belt, and he came and just watched me for three weeks. Didn't say a word. I had no idea he was a black belt. And finally, I was like, hey, man, what do you do? He's like, he's like hey, man, you're... You're, you're a good coach, you know what you're doing, which was nice, nice to hear, because when I found out he was a black belt, that, that really meant a lot, you know? But his kid quit the team, could lost a match, quit the team. And he was helping out as a coach, and he kept coming back to practice, the father. And I was like, well, where's Robbie? And he goes, I don't know. I go, well, what do you mean? He goes, well, listen, I can't tell him that once you, that, like, you can't stop showing up because you lose. So he's like, I'm, I'm here. And the kid came back, and that was like, to me, the best fucking parenting advice ever was like, that guy showed by example, he kept going to practice, the father did. You know, unpaid coach. Wasn't, we weren't paying this guy, but he kept showing up to help. And the kid eventually came back. You know, and that, that taught me a lot as a parent. I mean, even you, when you were in jail, and uh, which I, don't, I know, I brought it up again, fuck off. All right, you know, you're thinking about coaching wrestling. You know, you, you, a lot of things you could be thinking about when you're in jail. But you're like, hey, I want to come out of here and coach wrestling. And I was like, yeah. well, you know, look, man, you know, the combat sports are like a strange thing where it's a passion play. You know, you're, you've been doing it for years where you, you can't help it. It's either you love it or you don't love it. And if you love it, you want to help as much as you can with your, you know, your family unit, you know, and family extends beyond, you know, uh, genetic lines. It's like who, who who's in your who's in your tribe, you know? Is Jessica on? Jessica, I. Yeah, hi. <laughs> She's in my I tribe. 
figured it out. I was like, why is there no Jessica face? But I figured it out. So we got beautiful <laughs> Jessica eye. Have you met Jessica before? Yeah, yeah, Jessica, flip, flip it sideways so we can see your pretty face a little better. And is that a bathrobe you're wearing? Yeah. Bless your heart. Yeah, She's doing the so correctly. Is that, it's, that, so, it's like, it reminds me of the Midwest and like being cold because it's like one of the big fuzzy ones. Is that, is that Masvidal's back row, uh, row? No, that's mine. Come on oh. now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that's mine. Oh, Have you guys ever met before, by the way, in person? I don't think no. so. Twitter only. So, uh, I'm a yeah. big fan of you on Twitter. It's like a ridiculous to see you on there, always giving your opinion. I really appreciate that. So. I, you know, I like go through stages because sometimes like my, I, I don't give a fuck goes like high. And then sometimes like I'll just disappear from Twitter and I'll be gone for a couple of days. But it's definitely my most, um, the way I rant the most. <laughs> so, um, Easy to do. So Jessica, I, we became friends because she came on the podcast, Mayhem, and she was living in Cleveland at the time. And <laughs> I was always a fan. She was, uh, you know, cool fighter. I didn't really know that much about her. At the time, I was, if you thought I was bad before with these questions, wait till, wait, imagine I was single and asking these questions, right? So I was like, Jessica, like, do you have a boyfriend? What's going on? And she says, no, no man from Cleveland's going to say they, they hit this, right? I was like, oh, so are, are you single? She's like, damn right. I go, and horny? She didn't hear me, but she said, right, right? So then on the, so then I, put, I, put, <laughs> I love how you tell the story. I mean, it's I like eight, seven years ago now. So I, I guess it changed. So I put wow. yes. something okay. along she those lines. She gets it already. The Adam Butcher. Yeah, every so he story. makes this crazy headline. I'm just getting into the UFC, right? Like, I'm just getting my name out there. And like, instantly, like, I'm trying to be like, all right, I'm the tough chick. I want guys to respect me. Like, I'm not just a pretty girl. And then Adam goes out and puts the articles, me being single and horny as like the headline. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like instantly everything in my life goes from like tough chick, evil, the evil eye to like, oh, let's just follow her because she's hot, you know? And she probably, <laughs> you know, needs some D. Well, let me ask you about that. Let me ask you about that. What, like, okay. Being a you know being a, a dude fighter, it's pretty simple. You go be the tough guy. You know what I mean. You, you talk a bunch of smack. But like women have this like other direction that they have to think about. And, and how much do you think about kind of the sexuality and like the you know you got to kind of be a hot chick. Yeah. In addition to be, you got to be a model sort of. Yeah. So it's kind of it's crazy how it's starting to change because. You know, the one thing that they don't like um, for women and like, and I think sometimes like people might feel like I'm like, I might even be sexist towards women when I say things like this, but like, they, they don't want to see us being disrespectful, being mouthy, cussing, screaming at the other person, like trying to fight them. They just don't respect us. The MMA world, the men, the, the men that follow, look how they turned on Rhonda when Rhonda started showing some of that fireside and like then had to go against tougher fighters or women that were better. Like, I feel like the mass MMA fan wants a tough, pretty chick that knows her place. You know what I mean? Like, I uh, feel like that's how you get the support. And that's, and that's, um, you know, something. So wait, when, like, you, when you say they, you mean like the fan base? The base MMA fan. I feel like the base MMA fan and what women's MMA needs. As why do you say that? Wait, you say... If you pop off and start like being like, say, if you do some Conor McGregor shit and like throw a trolley at a bus, 
You think that that would <sighs> negatively affect? Yes, that 100%, 100%, 100%. Nobody wants a crazy chick. Nobody, like, women are held to such different standards. Guys are kind of allowed to to get away with certain things, and I just feel that that's one of them. If I went through a dolly through a bus, like, I'd have to go to counseling, like, there would be, you know, st- all all of these things around me, and nobody want nobody wants that. They don't want their daughters to be like that. They don't want their their wives to be that way. And society doesn't support that. I feel like we're going huh. through a change. Maybe that's just me. You're but, pretty, but you're not the kind of girl that would throw a dolly through a truck anyway, though. That's not you. You're not. You don't seem the kind of. Person. Not in front of cameras. I wouldn't. <laughs> no, I'm yeah, this is, a, <laughs> this, this is a no. This is. A, I feel like you're bringing up a valid point. Yeah. That, it is kind of sexist. Yes, can, I, can I tell the one? It is, but it's not even. It's it's not. It's it's it shouldn't even be considered sexist. It's just the way it is. It's it's just the way it is. Men want to support down chicks that are tough, get the job done, and represent their sport well. Don't intermingle themselves with bullshit. That that's what they like about it. And I feel like that's kind of what I represent. And that I mean, maybe it's because I was raised by a man. No, I was raised by my dad. Well, you don't think it would help if you like slap the girl at the way at the way in like i've done that i pushed i nice. pushed betch cohan yeah. once and they always didn't let me fight the next day so i was like all right not doing that again wait wait wait! you say that again you pushed somebody I in betch cohan betch cohan we were fighting yeah. in cleveland my longtime hometown she like got in my face and i kind of reacted like she put her hand in my face like that and i reacted and i just put my hands out and i i pushed her back they almost didn't let me fight the next day bernie almost. profato Bernie Profato, um, the commissioner who, you know, I fought in front of for many, many years and, you know, obviously never pushed anybody before in my life on camera over something like that. You know, then they were instantly like, oh, yeah, we don't even know if we should let her compete tomorrow. Yes, can I, can you know, I tell like, the shower story? Uh, but I won't name names. Huh? Can I tell the shower story but not name any names or no? What shower story? <laughs> <laughs> oh, tell it, bro. That means God, tell it God, for sure. Old. Adam, we need new stories. I know, but that's a good story though. But nobody knows that story. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm just, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm a down ass chick. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll confront the girl in the bathroom where there's not right. cameras and so I'll address girl, things. Okay. I'll tell the, this is, I, I have better stories. So there was a, he, she was dating a guy who had a side chick, but they were not official. I think they were, but like Jessica thought that was her boyfriend. So she, the girl's a fighter. She goes to the fighter. No, 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 we broke up. I did the whole break up with him. You can't do anything else. If you do anything else, that's cheating. But that's that's kind of how it went. So but you on. can't break up with someone and then tell them not to. I know I can't do that now. I didn't. This is like six years ago, Adam. This isn't new. <laughs> I don't, but no one knows. So she shows up to the gym in like a whole different state, like, fly, like flies across the country. California. California, from Cleveland. Goes in the shower. Well, the girl's taking a shower and fucking pushes the girl and tries no, to- No, stop. That's not- Listen, stop. Wait, let her tell it then. Let her tell no. it. This is so getting no. like some kind of like <laughs> softcore porn that Adam yes, makes right, up in his of head. Course. No, so we were in the bathroom. I was changing and um, she made a comment about us being cool. It, like saying to me, like, well, we were changing, like after I'd been around her for a little bit and she had not pulled me aside until we were obviously in there. She said, are we cool? And I was like, no, we're not cool. <laughs> and that's where it proceeded. And then someone else walked in and I'm bigger than the girl. And obviously like 
I got a real good Bart. So my attitude and everything just basically perceived like this girl's going to kill her. So it just like, now, and then was, she it, naked? Huh? was she topless or naked? I, you know what the weird thing is, is like, I, yes, I, we weren't like topless, topless, but like, nice. you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, why nice. are you talking to me right now while we're getting changed? Like, let me get dressed. Let me have some respect for me because why should I be yelling at you without a shirt on? So yeah, I mean, that, that to me, you know, like a man's wildest dream is like, let me put my bra on first. <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. Why are you so mad that you guys are Eskimo sisters? It's not even that we were asking. I could care less about that. It was the timing of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can, like, I'm not, I, I could care less. And obviously, that she had her ample bosom out and was asking you if you guys were cool. Is that, is that no, what was going on? No, I think she had already gotten changed. And like, I wasn't making eye contact for All reason. Right. So you were, I was envisioning slapping her. <laughs> okay, so you weren't topless. You had, you had your shirt on. Okay, so now, that's, that's, here's why I'm a little concerned about you because I, I love you. You're one of my favorite people. But yeah. Okay, so six years ago when we met, you were like, all right, no man's going to get me. This is, my vagina is, 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 is priceless. <laughs> no, like, like, I am, I am, you, I don't want to go on date, no Tinder, whatever. A month ago, you tweet out, hey, Masvidal, come over here and take that robe off. Okay, so. Was, so hold on, let me explain why I even did that. Like, okay. God, I'm a marketing genius. Like, I got so many followers from just that alone. But did you not see Darren Till posted about the ring girls and put the eggplant emoji that no. same night? Oh, I didn't see that part. Well, yeah, why didn't you use did. the peach emoji? You know, we really appreciate I didn't the think about that until now. Right. So that was good. <laughs> you know, I didn't. But I was also doing a vid I was also doing a UFC. There's like this new show coming out where like they come to your house and they film you watching the fights. They like give yeah. you alcohol, food, and you sit there with your friends and like they video you while you watch the fights. Right. So, like, it's totally publicity. I mean, yeah, he's cute. I've known Mazidov back from Strike Force days when he fought, like, and I knew him back then. Like, I don't know him, known, but like, it was totally just like a spoof. And women, sh and you know, how many women at the UFC, like, headquarters stopped me and were like, I'm proud of you for, for him. I'm proud of you for that. Like, I'm. <laughs> Like I wasn't, I wasn't disrespectful. It was funny. Women don't know how to just like have fun in that way. And the right, public, I, I, I love guys instantly think I'm thirsty. I was on Brendan Schwab's uh, <laughs> podcast. All these people for being like just guys thirsty. Like come on, like no, I'm not so thirsty. I, I thought I, I I realized what it was as soon as I saw it because I because I follow you on Twitter and I know that you're I don't give a fuck. Well, what if, it goes what off the chain over, sometimes. Well, what if you would have came out with the role? What if you would have said hey hey hey? What if all of a sudden you like ding? But he wouldn't have. Like, why do I even like what, when you know the answer okay. and when you already know things? Why would I even sit there and I wouldn't have done it had I known what the concept? But you're a beautiful woman. I know. So, so have you ever seen his girlfriend? Like, she's so much more of a woman than me in that way. Like, she's voluptuous. Like, I'm like an athletic kid. Was she ranked number like pretty eyes? Was she ranked one in the world? Was she on the? No, I mean was no. She on the cover of Cosmo. You probably didn't get knocked out cold on live TV. Either. Oh, stop. <laughs> hey, that's the business, babe. Don't you even worry about that. <laughs> you were on the cover of Cosmo. All right. She wasn't on the cover. I wasn't quite the cover, but I was there. Yeah. So. Yeah. But it was good, though, dude. My, like, views on my page went from, like, normally, like, 10,000 to 100 plus thousand of, like, people on my page. I was like, interesting. This is how what our world's turned to. I just have how to. Many, how many dick pics and, like, proposals did you get? from the My stuff is, is private. So unless I go into, like, my 
my one part of my page. Like I can't, nobody can message me. I have to like follow you back or. Okay, good, good. Oh, okay. Duly noted. <laughs> hey, so wait, uh, no, you know, it brings up an interesting thing, the sexuality type aspects. Uh, would you like ever be opposed to like doing that uh, only people, what is it called? Fans only. only fans? Yeah, fans only? Is, is that something that you'd like, you know, be open to? Because I feel like that's a bizarre thing that's happening now. Yeah, you know, I'm on, I'm on Cameo, which um, already, which is kind of like that. And I see oh, like there's different. a Cameo, talkie, and then that OnlyFans. And OnlyFans, like, I, so I have friends that are in the adult film industry. Right. And I do. I do. Actually, he's a very good friend, I think, of, of many of many of ours. He's a photographer that's been in the business, Mike Madronas, known as Lazy. So um, he's, he's a porn star now? No, he's oh. a, that's a big difference. I didn't say that. God, I hate you. She said Don't a big industry. difference. Yes. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, I the so uh, wait a minute. What was it? No, I I wouldn't do anything that would compromise me in that way. Like I'll listen to people. I'm friends with people. If that if it was a platform that I know would reflect on me positively, um, and that would make me feel bad about my like I was like doing something to like reflect negatively. I guess I would do it. But I I I don't know much about it. I just I know it's a porn thing. I guess or. So Mayhem, I'll give you a little background on, on, on this beautiful, awesome woman that I want my daughter right here, by the way, to, <laughs> to, to, to one day be like, um, so she was a great athlete, huge track star in high school, one of the best. And her, her parents got divorced, her father got custody. So I don't know what her mom was doing because if dad gets custody, that's, that's, that's rough. My dad got custody, my mom was, you know. So her and her dad are on the side of the road fixing a car. They get hit by a Mack truck. A fuck, and she goes to the hospital for four months, like broke her back, like all, like both, both of them out, like fucking thing. She comes back and takes taking jujitsu and becomes a world champion. Like how fucking how? That is pretty damn inspiring. I I gotta say that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, when did that happen? When you were like 18? last week? So, <laughs> um, I was 16 years old. It was, um, 2003. So 17 Damn. years ago. Damn. Yeah. yeah. It was amazing to see where you come. Well, now where, where do you train now? Like, that's the question. So, um, a year ago I left my longtime team. It's actually like probably it's been a month since my year anniversary, but I was in Cleveland, uh, from Ohio, I'd been there my whole, you know, life. I trained with Stipe Myosik from day one. Me and him, like he came from one side of Ohio, came into another, and we found ourselves at Strong Style Martial Arts and Fitness Center, and that was where Dan Bobich. I don't know, like how yeah, much yeah. people. Oh fight. yeah, oh come on. I know I'm you would know, G. but you know, our the yeah. listeners, how far they go back. But Dan the Bull Bobich, um, you know, fought Butterbean, um, yeah. like a couple other people, um, in the UFC. So. In Ohio, they were doing, you know, the the shoot fighting stuff and a lot of like the Krav Maga style fighting that was actually in there. So um, I trained and lived there for 13 years and then most recently moved to Las Vegas where I trained at the UFC PI. And um, I work with Eric Nixick and Gray Maynard um, over at Extreme Couture. Now, how's that going? Is that like, because first of all, I heard Vegas, it's almost impossible to have a boyfriend. They're all male strippers over there. Uh, <laughs> um you know uh so yeah that's a whole nother story but yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of good looking people here there wait, wait, are. we want to hear that whole other story 
Well, this no, I mean, I've roasted. actually gotten this ain't, this ain't, look, this ain't Brian Gumball. Stories. Um, it's just, you know, it's weird. It's such a fast city here. You know what I mean? Like, it's so many people and there's so many men and women. It's just like. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, 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 wait. So how many, <laughs> how many male strippers have you taken down and how many none, female none strippers people. have you taken down? I swear down? to God in my life. Like, listen, I live, I live with my younger brother and um, my jujitsu coach, which are, are two guys. So you know what I mean? So like, just if I'm going to bring home time. some guy or if I'm not going to come home, like I have to have a really good story because there's not many people out here. Like I, I, me disappearing and not coming home for the night. It's like, where the fuck were you? <laughs> there's yeah. not many places you can be so yeah there's no so i haven't brought home any strippers but yeah you know i mean a girl has needs, needs. and people <laughs> have things there have been nights that i haven't came home and you know had all to right that. <laughs> <laughs> well that's what i'm saying who who like but no that's such an alpha chick like you that's that's what we're trying to and get to the, the heart the, the great thing is, is like, you know, I, I don't, I, I'm not one to date in my gym area. I didn't do that when I was in Cleveland. Like, I feel that's the one place, like, I, I go. So, like, being at Extreme, you know what I mean, and being at the PI and being around other fighters and stuff like that, like, obviously, my sense of, like, intermingling with people I'm going to train with every day, I, I, don't, I don't do that. It's just not something I want to do. So it's easier when you don't, when you meet people like, oh, I'm, you know, they meet you and I'm Jessica I, and then they realize, you know, hey, maybe I'm the fighter. I don't have to be crazy alpha. I can be whatever I want because you don't, you don't know people. And then once they start to date, you know, like the last guy I was like talking to for like two weeks, like when he really figured out who I was before anything like actually happened. Like he found that I was Jessica I and like I had to block him. Like I I had to. What? What what was he like a mechanic or like no a he he was um he worked up at the Red Rock and he was a a bartender up there. Hmm. That's what I should have been like. Well, this this like this guy no. Wait, why do you block him? I'm not, I don't understand. Because it was just too much and like I don't want to entertain something like that. And he just kept messaging and like uh, then it was like oh you're Jessica I and then when I didn't answer it was like oh this person this person and like he just kept going and it was just like then I muted him and then I was like it's probably better that I just like got it just too thirsty just too thirsty for you. I get it. It I was just it. but it would just sucked like because it was like a really nice guy and like and then all of a sudden when it was like the the craziness of like me being Jessica I was 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 crazy to him. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like and I don't oh, I don't, well I don't like that. This. Like yes. I don't like that. That's the hardest part about dating. I think when I downloaded so you're right, I downloaded Bumble when I got here. I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm gonna try dating apps. I'm gonna see what what is out here? I downloaded Bumble and then there was like the five first guys like I seen. I'm like, I know you, you're married. Um, like all these people I started to know. And I was like, yep, I'm off. Delete it. Done. <laughs> hey, Ween. Let's ask Ween what would it be his first message to her if he got on a dating app. I would say you into anal blasting or anything like crazy like do you have any like crazy kinks because when i used to go on tinder and bumble and all that stuff i wanted the girls that had like the craziest kinks because you know i was very young i was like 18 i was exploring my sexual side because i was like a virgin up until then and believe it or not a lot of girls on there are very willing i feel like the younger the girl is the more willing they are to do some crazy well shit, the crazy you know? thing is my friend told me it's a lot of gay chicks that are going in there to find dick Really? Yeah. Whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa, 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 yeah. back up. That's, whoa, that's whoa, whoa. what I was. <laughs> Gay chicks 
trying to find dicks. I mean, that sounds like something. Catch men or, or like that's 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 weird. Well, what do you what do you what do you mean by that? That's that's I, I mean I don't know. That's just what like I'm gay, told. I'm like told by couples, a reliable like gay, source. Like gay couples want a guy to like. Be. No 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 like like girlfriends like stepping away from their girlfriend. Wow wow. Huh. Man, it's 2020 for real. <laughs> I don't even know. Like, I I wouldn't even know what it looks like to get on the Tinder app, like, outside of what someone might show me in, in this, the, like, swipe thing. Now, how are you uh, dealing with uh, you staying home? And are, are you staying in shape? Are you, do you have a fight planned? Well, you know, I just got off surgery um, with my elbow um, yeah. back in February. February 12th, I got it because my brother's fight was February 15th. So I had elbow surgery and this last week would have been my first MMA week back. And like in that five week time, I had, you know, had to take like 10 full days off. And then we went through some like rehab stuff and we were really starting to like ramp up training. And then this happened. So, you know, it's, it's so crazy because like, I'm not like a news guru, but like I follow up to date on things, you know what I mean? And, and watch stuff and, I'm, I've heard about Corona for a while. Um, I've, I've known about it for a couple months and I kind of watched it progressively. I guess it just, you know, didn't think that some of these things were going to affect us. And it's so crazy. We always have that kind of mindset as society is that things will never get to us until it gets there. And I think that this might be a time for, you know, maybe society to really slow down and pay attention to things going on around them. Um, and you know, like it's crazy. So that, that being said, like, no, I'm just, I'm just kind of in continuously going through this process. I have Matt here at home. Um, one of my other training partners is a 125er that moved out from Ohio. That's kind of like quarantined to his own little house down the street. So like, I at least have him to train with, you know, my jujitsu coach um, and my brother are here. So I'm just, I'm just kind of going with the flow right now. Ideally Valentina and Jojo will fight um, in, Jan in June. And then, you know, I, I don't mind taking more time off just to get better, especially through this time. Like me getting surgery, me rehabbing my back properly was, you know, put myself back in a position where I would be healthy for the title fight. And I think any any fight outside the title fight um, being next or, you know, I, I really don't feel I should have to. I've only lost to the champ. I went one one. I feel I should be given that chance to fight again for it right away, considering um, my performance in my last fight. So what was it about Valentina that like surprised you? Nothing about her surprised me. Everything about myself surprised myself, you know, like it's so it's, it's crazy because most people aren't going to believe it, you know, in the masses, I just really don't want to argue with most people about it. But like, I strictly did that fight for the money. I was getting six figures. I needed the money. I just moved to Las Vegas. I just was praying my body would hold up for me when I was in the midst of moving. And it's, it's no like shame in my career. Like I've been dealing with back issues since I was a kid. I broke my back in that car accident and I've had back issues my whole life and done such a great job of managing it without, you know, constantly outing myself on what, what someone might say is almost a weakness, you know? Um, so I kept it quiet for so many years and, and in the midst of moving here, I tweaked my back. Literally, it was the craziest thing, like picking up a dresser and it, it literally was like, oh my God, that like my back completely went out that going up to the fight, 
everybody at the UFCPI, Bo, Sandoval, Clint, I mean, Heather, they all just tried to make it manageable. We tried everything we could. And I just hoped and prayed on fight day that, you know, it would go away. And it, and it didn't. And it really just made me not fight like me. And that she was able to expose me because she knew me. I literally rewatched. And if you like rewatch and if someone's going to rewatch the study, I mean, she kept saying the entire time through that entire camp, I know my opponent, I know my opponent, I know my opponent. And that's really what she does. The same thing she knocked me out with was the same thing Kalindra uh, Farah hit me with when I made my returning fight to 125. And it's me setting up my double leg when someone, uh, I counter them with double leg off their strike. And she did that. So, mm. um, and on top of like, you know, her technique, I mean, she hit me three times in the body, got me to lower my hand just a little bit. So when I went to lower my level, she got me, you know what I mean? So I feel like she did know me. I think that I wasn't performing the best that I could, but in round one, like she wasn't stronger than me. I lifted her up off of me in multiple positions. Like, I don't know what just happened. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, is your back? Well, I think I think that you're like. I mean, it sounds like you're growing as a fighter from that. So you know, it, it really sounds like you got a good, good fight IQ, and you realize your mistakes. And, and I'm interested to see, you know, where it goes next. You know, like I, I want to see. Have they talked opponents yet? Because yeah, you know, they could throw well, you right back so- in there, but. Well, so here's here's my argument to that. So obviously the UFCPI, I've worked. I, I feel like I'm a, I'm trying to be the best company girl I can, you know, because we need that in society. We need good company girls, and meaning we need good examples of what fighting is and what the UFC is, right? So I've really allowed them to collect data on me to be able to have full access to my career, but I've also allowed them to help me with my rehab. So my back, for the first time, like I'm just. I'm literally waking up without back pain and we're really got a hold of, of, of things and, and that way. So that's been one of the biggest things. And then, so we came down to elbow surgery and that's why we ended up having elbow surgery after this fight post fight. Um, the one we had in December, I was like, you guys, like, do you think we should just do the elbow surgery? And they've been helping me manage it since the PIs open. We've been managing the best that we could. And I'm the two things that I deal with is my elbow and my back. So it's like, how do we tackle these things? So they offer me probably like two weeks after the fight. And we're in that weird limbo stage of my, if I get the elbow surgery, do I try some other stuff? Like, and they go, Mick hits me up and he's like, Hey, you want to fight in uh, Columbus March, the, the March card um, against Jojo. And I'm like, dude, yeah, well, hold on. Like I need to go to the doctor. Cause like on fight week, I end up having like a giant cyst develop on my wrist so it was like swollen off so I had to go to the doctor I had to get some you know things looked at on my body I said let me go to my doctor they got me on a a 30-day suspension pending what's on the knot on my wrist um and uh we'll go from there well I go to the doctor and the doctor's like all right we got the MRI on your elbow and your wrist this is where we're going. You're out. Let's do surgery. And they end up giving JoJo the title shot against Valentina in June. Wow. So knowing kind of all that into those long-winded, wouldn't you say that if I was offered JoJo in March and now since I wasn't able because I was getting surgery and I wouldn't won my fight after losing to the champ, which they would have given Viviani the title shot had she beat me, that night they would have gave Viviani the title shot 
or JoJo. So if I beat both of those girls, you know, what's, what's next? I've only lost to the champ. I'm, you know, five and one now with them. So it's like, yeah, yeah all valid points. And yeah, I, I want to see, I mean, I, look, I feel like you're at the top of the division and you know, you're walking around there with like, there's a small amount of people that are up there at this elite level you are. And as soon as this damn apocalypse blows over, I hope to see you in there. Yeah. Definitely. Now I heard that last time I was in Vegas, I write in my comedy show, right? Mm -hmm. And then you said you were to come to the show. And I said, Jessica, I, and someone said she got, <laughs> she said she got way too stoned and didn't come to the show. This is probably true. Um, but no, I was stuck at a meeting and I was up at the Red Rock, so I wasn't going to get down there in time. That's why I texted her. Yeah, she's meeting a bartender for yeah. something or another. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Don't worry. That, I wanted to do shit any scumbag, so he wasn't allowed to come. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. One of the, my favorite times, I went, I went on a boat with her around, around Ohio. Well, yeah. We Ohio. She came to my show. She was maybe on the boat. We played football. But she's like, got like. Dude, remember that boat? How big that one boat was? Yeah, she's got a ten pack, right? I have my <laughs> shirt on. I'm on the fat kid in the water with my shirt on because it was like, I'm like, she's around like fucking muscle guys all day. I'm like, I'm not. No, we weren't. We were around like RJ would have probably been the only other one, and that was my yeah. one training partner. It was, it, we and, then, and, and she's throwing perfect spirals. I'm throwing like. A, like I wouldn't say throwing like a girl because the girl was throwing spirals. I was. Just like, <laughs> The ball was going this way. It was really embarrassing, man. It wasn't a good day. for. It was yes, it was. You had a blast. We actually, it was really cool because he got to see the Blue, was it the Blue Angels, right? And they only come every couple of years. It's like, yeah, so. it, it sounds like she took you on the most romantic date ever and you just blew it, bro. Way to go. Way to go. That's pretty much. Well, she, she's like, well, her, her, her best, she was also there with like her like bodyguard slash best friend. Uh, it was, uh, she was, who's a really cool girl. Evie. Yeah. Evie. Oh my God. Yeah. People always, what do they call her? Someone called her, um, Rosa Parks or not Rosa Parks. Oh <laughs> <laughs> so I'm guessing she's they an African American lady. She went like, <laughs> Rosie Perez. Oh, Rosie she looks Perez. like Rosie oh, Perez. Oh, oh, oh. But she was like her mouthpiece. Like she goes with her and gets oh, the yeah. fight with other fighters. Evie will basically be like, she's not talking. You talk to me. Yeah, it was exactly. Um, so now another thing, so there's a picture of Joe Rogan. It looks like he's checking out her butt. Like, so she weighs in. She looks Dude, I'm done. I'm done ever saying anything again. Like I'm done. Oh. I'm like, I'm done trying to be a fan of his, like calling him out. Like my friends have literally asked me to do everything. Like my, my last fight calling him out. Like I'm done. I don't So Well, Mayhem I, was away for a while, Jessica. Mayhem had some issues. He, he, he wasn't, he didn't have access yeah. to internet or television or but I've seen this picture, I think, of okay. Joe Rogan checking out her act. Yeah, so I mean, but Joe did it to, like, everyone. He did it to, like, Rhonda and me. It was, like, I appreciate sure it to, like, every girl. No, he didn't. <laughs> so what happened was, Mayhem, every time she went to fight, she, Joe Rogan would come up to her and be like, so, you know, was your left hook the key to the win or something? Are you ever going to have me on your podcast? Like, finally, she's like, Joe Rogan, you keep looking at my ass. Put me on the fucking podcast, right? And I was... It was like, dude, he. Oh but God. see, that's what I'm saying. Like, they don't even want. They see, that's that's. I'm I'm done. I'm done. He next time he's gonna interview me. I think you know, it'd be hilarious if like the next time he interviewed me, like when he went to like, I'd be like, can I see the can I see the mic and like get it and then just drop the mic and walk out. 
Nah, just stare at his ass. Objectify him and ask to see his penis. That's what I would do. You drop something and be like, can you pick that up for me? Was- yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, has, he ever, has he ever off the air? Because it seems like you only have to, like, talk with when he interviews you. Said to you, like, I'll have you on the show or... Yeah, I mean, of course, but like, I'm just, you know, like, I'm, I wish society got better bullshit than, than just bullshitting. She's like, oh, you know, like, if you just like want to see if we're just passing by and being cordial humans, like, oh, hey, hello, thanks. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to be like, oh, hey, I'll have you on the podcast one day and then never call. Like, who said to offer that? Just nah. don't call. You know what I mean? Are I you like new to that. Hollywood? That's exactly what we do out here. <laughs> i think that's what it is like i'm i've been working with some some more people in like hollywood and in new york between the two on like some book and movie stuff and yeah i'm like why why is everyone always trying to sell themselves well yeah no we'll we'll do lunch we'll do lunch baby we're gonna you know i'm gonna call you tomorrow and we're gonna do lunch we're gonna and then like i'm like you don't have to do all that i told you i had plans anyways rogan's podcast is awesome and yada yada people love it but we love you here. Like, don't don't yeah. belittle us, okay? Never. You're, you're, That's why you text and I said yes. I made sure I cleared my busy <laughs> schedule. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> During the quarantine, I can get her. Uh, <laughs> listen, we love you here. I mean, we we don't get the millions of views, but like, we, we get the the, the hardcores. They love you on this. Show. Oh yeah, they do, and I. It's because of you. No, it's because of you. It's because. Of you. <laughs> no, it's because of me. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's because so of weed. Yeah, so dude. You guys are so now. This is a new thing. Mayhem, you are now co-hosting with him. Yes. yes. I don't. It's I don't fun. know. You know what? I'm just this gonna is get, fun. I'm gonna it's do it fun. until we blow up, and then I'm just gonna fucking leave Adam and his baby. Is this on the, the roasted the mayhem? Crying. Yeah, this is mayhem roasted, and uh, mayhem it's basically I took mayhem. over the show. And now I'm gonna make it successful and give it back to Adam. So that you can fucking. Oh. I was feed actually. The, we were just baby. watching. We were watching on like MTV, like throwback shit. show. It's like on oh, my shit. Apple thing, and you were on there for the, no. the old school bully beatdowns. No. MMA. Got, yeah. Oh, it's on it's, Apple TV. You hear that, Adam? It's, it's like the back, MMA. Baby. It's or it's MTV throwbacks or MTV something. Too MMA is Mayhem Miller and Adam. MMA. Mayhem Miller and MMA roasted. No, it's Adam and the Mayhem. Uh, oh, MMA okay. roasted, <laughs> and Ween is in the back jerking right. off. So, so yeah. Megan hasn't dated um, a girl like you in a while, right? So let's say you take Jessica out on a date, right? Where do you, uh, what do you do with her? Man? First of all, first of all, a woman like this, <laughs> she's gonna get angry. All right, you gotta feed her steak, steak. I have to eat. Some, yeah, you gotta, you gotta feed her correctly, Thank right? You. Then you take her on a boat ride for sure around the harbor. Sometimes maybe see the Blue Angels. Wait a minute, this sounds familiar. <laughs> no way. <laughs> like, what do you expect? So a guy like Mayhem says to you, "Hey, listen, Jessica, uh, let's let's go out. It'll be fun. No expectations." Uh, and you, you know, you're like, you know what? I got a new dress. I got I got my new. I look good. I've been doing squats all week. I want I want to show off. So wh- where where do you expect the guy to take you? Um. I, I guess I, there's no expectation and that's probably because of me and like what I'm trying to do now in my dating world is like every man now I date like feels lower than me so it's instantly like whoa I gotta make sure he feels like he's the man here you know like he's the cool guy you know what I mean so I have to keep my expectations really low so that you know like if he takes me to like 
you know, like, I don't know, like Applebee's or something. I'm like, oh, okay. It's a Applebee's. <laughs> I want Applebee's. I'll, I'll, I'll take you to Chili and get you some baby no, back I'm, red. You know, I would do, I would be like, oh, I appreciate this. But like, instead of just be like, God, it's just, it's hard to date when you are, when you don't need somebody, you know what I mean? And you want mm -hmm. them. And then that's, it's so hard. So like, I, I, I try to keep my, um, my expectations low. I saw a picture of you shooting guns, though. You had, you had like a machine yeah. gun in your hand. So, yeah. So. I did that a while ago. It's forever. AR-14. Is that what you're Yeah, it was that, and I did the fucking 50 cal. Damn. It was sweet. It was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was really cool. Like, like a gun range be a fun day for you? Yeah, Las Vegas. Yeah, I mean, so anything is. Like, I'm, I'm just an open chick. Like, I'm, I guess, yeah, gun range would be cool. Food. <laughs> food's always good food's Basically. always good uh are you uh are, are you taking notes yeah taking notes I, I think maybe uh jet skiing you know some bungee jumping i don't know yeah. something, somewhere i get to look at the hiney it's on that's definitely a rock climbing uh, yeah there you go you know it's like uh outdoor activities so all, wait, all the shit go, that you yeah to look at her ass that's a, that's a uh, long way to look at her. Well, that's standard. Well, they that's already standard. know that they, yeah. I feel like at that point, like, there's always, like, that weird part. You're like, all right, how, how do I get to see him? So I, I could be like that. Like, I'm, like, what am I working with? You know what I mean? Like, oh, I got to hear him. Like, I'm not that's, sure that's why I, from the outside. You need to open the doors and see if it's got leather or two-tone material. Last time, need to know. last time she said she's a size queen, by the way. So you got oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's why oh, I always, nice. I, yeah, I always wear skinny jeans. Well, I'm out. Yeah, spray painted on. She did. Let me tell you something. Every man in New York nowadays wears these skinniest jeans. I actually saw a really funny meme. It's like when you look over at your boyfriend, like talking about now, like when you look over at your boyfriend, them skinny jeans. Can he hook or can he cook, hunt, or do anything? But those skinny jeans, these guys wear these things. Well, you got to show off the kielbasa. You know what I mean? Like that's just the world we live in. It's a social media frenzy. Yeah, if you're if yeah. you're not taking Facebook photos showing some tubage, then you're doing something wrong. Yep, this is true. <laughs> yeah. I don't even. I have. I, I have never done TikTok. Don't. Oh geez, me neither. I, I heard it's like a Chinese spyware, and I'm like so paranoid. Somebody that I else said the same thing. Somebody else said the same thing. That and I think the they even came out that like China said that at one point. Yeah. Then well, they I say mean, that I, like that's how they like. I downloaded it and now it's like weird. I keep getting ads for Chinese boner pills. I, I don't get it. <laughs> now, by the way, so just to clarify, the last time your fight, you missed weight by six pounds. It was your period. Dude, it was terrible. It was your period, right? It was, it was that and it was a mixture of things. I didn't want to. I really didn't want to. I just fucked up. I, I hate to even say it. Like, I didn't feel good and my period had started and I literally, we, we had went through the PI, like they have, like they monitor everything for us and they help us, right? Like it's not some bullshit. Like it's not like, it's not what people think. It's not a joking matter in that way. Like there's certain things you can't do when your body's going through that. And I wasn't even going to try. I was, I, it cost me $14,000 to make, to have that happen. It was a $14,000 period. You know what I mean? And I wasn't going to do it. I, I was, so what, at the, what point do I go through? And I say, Hey, look, it affects my pocketbook. Everyone still gets the fight. She gets money, which I guarantee you for Brazil, she's damn near getting her show money. 
on top of it. So she might as well won the damn fight. You know what I mean? Like, mm. and it still helps her and her family out. So like when people sit there and like have all these things to say about me, I've never missed weight in over 30 plus amateur professional fights. Like I'm not, I, I'll do better next time. I'm 33. My body's changing. I'm learning things. Like if anything, I'd love to be an example. And to be honest, like I, I don't like, I don't really care what other people think about it. Cause I want to be like, did it, did it affect you? Did you pay $14,000 to, to fight? Cause that's what I paid the fight on well, top of the money pounds. that I paid to fight. He has you beat by, by, he missed weight by 26 pounds his last fight. I think it was, I think it was like 29 pounds because I was also having my period. And, <laughs> and I just decided I'm not fucking doing this. Fuck you guys. I'll pay the fine. And I paid the fine. I know. It was the most expensive boner I ever had. Yeah. I didn't even care, to be honest. Like, I, I, I didn't really care what other people thought. And it, I think it showed in my fight. I think that people really got to see, like, 39 for 46 leg kicks. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I destroyed her legs. And it showed in me. And it showed me that next time, like, I, I won't let this ever happen again. And to be honest, now people are just going to keep counting me out. Like, you miss weight. Someone will like me when it comes time. to the bookies. You miss weight one time out of thirty-something fights. It's not a big deal. It's not like it's whatever. Uh, I How mean, about that? I posted pink box donuts. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, you know what? Eric Nixick was like, "Dude, next time, can you please try not to post fucking donuts right after you miss weight? Like, it doesn't make <laughs> me look good." And I was like, "My bad, dude. Like, it won't yeah, affect your pay. Don't worry." That's like the new Dolce diet, isn't it? Donuts? It could be. Hot. Who knows? So, uh, so everything's good. Now, uh, so you're doing great. I, are you getting any exercise during this quarantine? Yeah, like I was saying, like I, I, have, I have some stuff that I'm, that I'm able to do, but more or less, like, I guess I'll just wait a couple more weeks for my elbow to be better. I could show you guys. All right. Nice. Take, it off. Not, take that robe off and do an eggplant emoji. Holy shit. That's wow. Weird. Wow. Okay, you got to talk so we can see. Yeah. So well, what that's did they do? Elbow, right. So um, you ever heard of Tommy? It's, it's a small version of Tommy John syndrome. So basically there's, they went in there to see if they were going to have to move my nerve from my, my ulnar nerve from down here to like up on top of my arm but they mm. ended up not having to do it. So basically they go in there, they remo remove all the scar tissue. Um, they clean up like any bone fragments and everything that keeps like causing my arm to go out. Like halfway through my last fight, like it's so funny cause I was showing Eric the pictures. Like I was looking in, like in between the rounds and I'm like, something is wrong with my arm. It was completely numb, but I knew I just like, I knew what it was. Like I knew that it was something going on with my arm. It wasn't broken. It was just really tingly. You know what I mean? Like, and it, like it, and that was a part of it. So my ulnar nerve had built up scar tissue around it that they had to scrape. Wow. All right. A completely different note. What's a uh, machine gun Kelly like? You know, he's, he's, he's a character, you know, he loves, he loves Stipe and he loves the fighting, but it's always different when you're a hot chick on the other side. So he's, he's a great guy. And He's, Wait, whoa, this is because, did you guys go out? No, no, not by any means, not by any means. But like, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not the star fucker, the groupie type. So <laughs> I'm not going to just like hang out. Just like, like I'm hanging out with you. Like, no, you're hanging out with me. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Man, you're in a weird spot, lady. 
because like you have this thing where you know you don't you don't want to you're not no star fucker but at the same time you're like you're like this big deal you're you're just the eye we get it all right so where the hell are you gonna find love like that it's a weird question right now because you can't i guess i so yeah you know it's when it, I, I, I don't know that I, I really want someone a part of the industry because I, I know what this industry like, especially the guys in the industry, like so what? for me, like I'm not. Wait, trying you're to, not saying something. What, what do you mean? No, no. So it? I, I would love. Uh, maybe I'll meet somebody that is completely separate and completely opposite of me in, in that way. And that you know, I put myself out there. You know, I'm not, I'm not hurting for anything. You know, by any means. So like. <laughs> guys come over and take care of business yeah you guys are just heartbreakers like i love like i love men men are great but like i just don't have time for your games either so if if it's if it's going to be a matter of like quid pro quo (laughs) what for what then like you know like i just i'm not i'm not investing myself in anything outside of my career right now i like it i like it but we can have fun i'm a really nice person i'm a really kind and giving person so it's like what you been watching on tv during the quarantine <laughs> yeah <laughs> my friends have been downloading like house parties have you seen these apps where you can like talk to multiple people and like uh, hang out at one time uh yeah it's called zoom have... we're on it right now no zoom is different. <laughs> i thought it's for meetings is that different yeah i mean i don't know i, I consider this a house party have you watched tiger king on netflix Hell yeah. No, I actually was going to, but then someone said, don't watch it. It's just about meth and gay guys turning people, sh- or no, turning straight guys gay. Why would you not want to watch that? <laughs> it's like the best show. <laughs> it, it was the best show, girl. You don't even know what you're talking it's the greatest about. Show. You're, you're, Jessica, you're going to thank us. You're yeah. Gonna, no, that's so that would be my next. I'll, that'll be my next. I'm really caught up on, on good ones. No, tonight. Watch it tonight. You're, you're going to yeah. be like blown away. Especially yeah, your homophobic friend does not know what he's talking about. Because that show is just crazy. Like, if you think MMA is crazy, the the Tiger Big Cat community is like the next level of insanity. Well, have you like, seen that documentary, Don't Fuck With Cats? Hell yeah. Yes. And that's well, about yeah, internet nerds. That, that's a great yeah. one, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, Netflix is no really. No cat, no big cat, little cat, any cat. Cat people are a weird. Are you a cat person or a dog? I, I have two shih tzu. I have two shih tzus. <laughs> I give two shih tzus too, but that's awesome. Yeah. All right. So you're a dog person. Cat people are a different breed. I feel like they, you know, like sociopath. I don't throw that out there a lot. Sociopath. Ween is a, a cat person. I think I got a cat right there sleeping. Yeah, yeah. And I am exactly. a sociopath. Yeah, yeah. And all you're into <laughs> an, anal blasting and you know uh, and killing people. people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we, gotta get, right, well, we, got, we got Rashad Evans coming on in a minute. Jessica, God thank bless you. Her. Your poor daughter, like, go let her nap. Like, she's barely alive right there. Nah, that's all right. She's on Xanax. It's all good. She got a drug problem. <laughs> get her a little he lives in Hollywood. She saw, she was watching the last fight. And, um, yeah. <laughs> where is everybody? I'm in, L- I'm in Las Vegas, so you guys are in, in – where is everybody? I'm in L.A. North Hollywood. SoCal, baby. Okay, yeah. okay. All right, guys. Do me a favor. Yes. Hold follow on. you on Twitter. Um, sorry. No, yeah, follow me on Twitter, but... um. Are you going to show your tits right now? Please don't. No. <laughs> hang this up for me, okay? All right. What? Hang this up for her? What? She hung up on us. No. That was great. That was like, I appreciate that. Was, that. Is she a superhero? 
Yeah, for sure. She had to like take off. You know what I'm saying? I I feel like you were kind of digging her. Oh yeah, she's great. Yeah, she's a very charismatic, you know, superstar. I, I appreciate I, I appreciate her fighting skills. I want to like see her, her against Shevchenko again. But huh? do you like her the fact that she'll just kick you out after booty calls and tell you to go home? I feel like yeah. that's something that you're. What into. do you mean? That that's standard. You know what are you gonna do? Hang out, cuddle, get the fuck out of here, Adam. You've been married too long. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, no, it's, I'm, no, not at all. Uh, my wife's staring at me right now. I know. I like your There's wife boys. way more than you, bro. <laughs> like, your wife is, like, way more awesome than you are. She's, oh, she's, the baby's awake. Oh, oh, yay. So, so what? We're getting Rashad on this? Are we getting yeah. Rashad on this damn show for a little bit? Yeah, we're getting Rashad on the podcast. Oh, too, my man. God. I thought that that was a damn – that wasn't happening, but all right. No, nah, man. Bro, we, uh, this, we're going hard. Bro, in this the how much how much fun is this podcast, by the way? I mean, I'll give it like three <laughs> out of ten. Why is this your thing? Oh, bro, <laughs> I just I, my expectations are real low. When you've done as much awesome stuff as I have, <laughs> like everything, the volume is turned down on everything. You know? Oh, come on, man. Give me a break. Dude, guys, the last episode got it's like almost at three thousand views right now. Oh my god, listen, so it's freaking it. blowing up, dude. This is crazy. <laughs> It's Man. funny scrolling down the comments. I'm scrolling for like 45 minutes and I still see Adam replying to every single comment. Yeah, I, yeah. I replied to all. continue to do that. Keep no, doing not. it, Adam. I'm not. No, no. no. That boosts yeah. our engagement, bro. You don't understand. It, don't it pushes us, us up on the search results if there's more people talking back and forth, positive or negative. Yeah, That's but, I what I, it, but I don't think it's healthy, though, for me. I mean, you're going to do it anyway. Who, who are you trying to pretend? You're trying to lie to me, bro. I know you forever. So trying to lie to me. Uh, I know what you're gonna do. You're gonna try to not talk. You try not to respond. You try not to look. But man, it's just a couple of scrolls, couple of scrolls right down, and kablamo! There they are, right there, telling them, you know, telling you, giving you feedback, and you love feedback. I, I know that's a, that's also the hard. That's the thing about comedy, man, is that you get that instant feedback. You know, it's not the same with anything else. Uh, and, and like, that's, you know, you, you, you like write a movie or you write a this or you write a that. But if you actually just like, comedy is different, you know, it's, it's so right away. So And right. YouTube is way different, bro. YouTube is everybody getting to like watch what you do and then they sit behind their screens and anonymity basically, you know, it breeds this other type of thing because Think about how much stuff that I, you know, I think about how much stuff I like on the internet and just scroll by and I think, well, that's cool. And then if something I don't like comes on, I might take an extra second to go, hey, go fuck yourself. And if you're one of those type of people, that's all you do all day. So don't take it to heart, pal. I know you're right. I'm, I'm, I'm over it, bro. Like, I, honest, but I needed to, I needed to verbalize it because I'm not in yeah. therapy right now. Uh, yeah. And I don't, and I don't want to just like call you and just tell you, talk to you about this. Cause that's fucking lame. I so, mean, look, man, this, this is a nice group therapy session that we're having here. In some way. I feel like we're really making a breakthrough today. <laughs> Maybe it's not as funny as it should be, but, uh, uh, by the way, so speaking of group therapy, um, American top team, by the way, Dean Thomas left. He's opening up his own gym. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which good for him. We, we, we actually have him on the show tomorrow. <laughs> awesome. Really? Hell yeah. Good to ask we have nice. Ashley Evans, and then we have two girls that hate each other that want to do bare-knuckle boxing. At uh, the same time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. this is going to be hot. 
one of them fights on the uh, streets of uh, on Fremont Street where you could just pay money to try to hit her. Uh, and she's married to a guy named Trap Gambino, who's like, the whole thing is, just, anyway, so we can have on at the same time. Uh, I'm, I'm working on that as we speak. Um, but, Way to uh, go, bro. Way to go. So Exciting. But what was I saying about uh, before that? I was bringing up something. About therapy, show's not funny anymore. Oh, no, no. American Top Team. So they made it, um, they made it a rule that you can't talk shit about anyone at American Top Team unless you're fighting them. Like if you're teammates. Because I guess what happened was Joanna and Colby Covington were going at it. Uh, Joanna and Junch, Colby said she's a shot fighter. Uh, that she asked him out on a date. He said no. And that's why she doesn't like him. And that she banged Masvidal, right? And, and Wait, so Kobe is saying that? About He's saying that. that he turned her down? Yeah, 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 yeah. And now, uh, and then Joanna is going off on, like, Kobe. Like, they don't like it. That he's bad for the team, blah, blah, blah. So there's a new um, rule, uh, the, the Kobe Covington rule. American top team implements, it's a question mark, zero tolerance trash talking. So then Masvidal, who was his former best friend and, and former training partner, says, fuck Kobe. Uh, he put Kobe, C-O-B-Y, the most fragile, most sensitive guy in UFC history. Can't kick me out because this rule was for fighters only, not crotch sniffers that get their jaws broken by other crotch sniffers. Uh, we, all know that wow. dude, we all know that that dude's no fighter. So uh, I guess he's like breaking the rule already, huh? Like on day one. <laughs> or was that what inspired the rule? I don't get it. No, no, no. That's day one, break it, uh, breaking the rule. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> what a dumbass rule. <laughs> Wait, and like, how are they going to enforce this? Is ATT going to give you demerits? And then like, you're not allowed to kick the heavy bag for a week? I, I don't know. That's ridiculous. But you don't think that's a good, I mean, but should you have teammates talking shit on each other? It's in the media? Yeah, I mean, whatever. Like, it's just a weird, look, I, I don't know. It seems like America's top team doesn't have, any problem making like elite fighters and top level fighters. And I guess that is the most important thing, isn't it? For them to keep winning fights and keep it all, you know, there's like, what? There's at least like, what? Three, like five top 10 guys that are out of there. So, oh. you know, they're, they're doing something right. And for them to like enforce a rule uh, on the white man that they're not gonna enforce on the minorities, I feel like is un-American. No, they didn't say that the white man. They said it's a rule across the board. You, you, oh, okay. Well, so is cool. is Masvidal off the team? I don't know. Probably exactly, not. exactly. Uh, yeah, but and you is never... the rule is the rule called the the George Masvidal rule? No, 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 no. It was no. It was, it's the no, Kobe no, Covington no, it's not. rule. No, it was Kobe Covington rule. Being racist once no, again. No, it was a question mark. Like, is this the Kobe Covington rule? It wasn't oh, that yeah. rule. Oh, now, now, but you in the your fighting have never. Bad mouth your teammates to the public, did you? Nah, but I, but I was in a very different environment. And like, you know, I didn't have this like new age of everybody shit talking. And I didn't have, you know, like another dickhead at the same weight as me in my gym. You know what I'm saying? I was the only dickhead in my gym. So, you know, Kobe Covington, George Masvidal. They're both assholes, and they're both talking Tito shit. He's in your gym, wasn't he? Tito Ortiz. Oh no, yeah, but that was yeah, that that was when I was younger. I think uh, yeah, but he was a personality. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, Wean Dog, how are you doing with the quarantine? As far as your sex life, your girl, what's going on? 
Oh, Jesus. It sucks, dude, because my girlfriend's parents have banned me from going over to their house during this quarantine because they're just nice. very paranoid of like that I'm going to catch some virus or whatever and bring it over there. And so now I feel like I can't go see my family because every time I see my family, her parents are like, hmm, maybe we should keep them away longer. You might have been exposed to the virus. So I've basically just been locked inside my apartment playing League of Legends for like 30 hours a day, playing yeah. video games and not doing anything, just working on my, 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 my marijuana plants that I've been growing and getting drunk as fuck every single day, getting stoned. And that's pretty much my entire life. You know, not much has changed since before the quarantine, but... Uh, <laughs> That's pretty much it, dude. It sucks, dude. Well, you got plenty of pussy back there on the bed, so. That's right, dude. It's You're got good, mighty man. back there. That's, I've been doing a lot hacking. of Twitch streaming. Um, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> you, you got me. Now, are you, uh, are you watching porn? Yeah. You know what's good about this uh, quarantine? Everybody is home. So Pornhub and a lot of these like other like porn companies like uh, Mom POV, you know, Mofos, all these other porn companies, Bang Bros, they're releasing like full length videos on the Pornhub, like full HD videos. Like normally they oh, release gosh. like very, very short snippet videos. And then now since this, there's like every new video on Pornhub is like a high quality hour long video. You know Man. what I'm saying? So that's like, I've been, I've been having my hands full with that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Oh, well, Gripping. I mean, look, let's be honest. Your hands aren't full, you know, but hey, Rashad index is just going. I saw that right now. We have the UFC, the former UFC champion, Hall of Famer, the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, now, hey. how are you doing, Rashad Evans? Well, first of all, how the hell are you going to give me that, like, like, there's no warning that the instruction list, man, good thing I can follow instructions and I like puzzles. Because yeah. that was some hard work, man. I'm like, what is this? I got to download this app. Got to put all this in. Look, man, hey, flip it sideways. Flip it sideways for us so we can, so we can see it. Phone sideways. What? Is it phone or a computer? I know. It's totally what like, is it? you just turn that phone. Nah, never mind. Just turn the phone now sideways. we're looking at Wayne. How is it? This way? <laughs> uh, yeah, there, this we there, there, there we go. There we go. That beautiful face. Look at that. Look at him. <laughs> Now, hey, uh, listen, listen, no, no, listen, nobody tells me nothing. This is my first time using the app. No one even yeah. told me we were going to be using this app. Nothing. The yeah. guy who coordinated it, Mr. Adam Hunter, just, I don't know. Uh, yeah. yeah. You're, you're I know, no. Welcome to the Adam Hunter. Uh, yeah. Everything Adam Hunter does is like this, flying by the seat of her pants. I didn't even know I was going to do this either. So we're just, you know, oh, yeah. we're you've been, Oh, yeah. You've been the most organized person in your life. I am. I am. <laughs> yeah, that, that was my nickname before it was Mayhem. It was organized. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Mayhem? It's good to see you, man. It's good to see you too, man. Yeah, I see you so long. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> it's great to see you, man. Well, what's going yeah. on? Where are you living? What are you doing? I live in uh, South Florida. Yeah. Out in South Florida, yep. Um, not much, just uh, recently retired, you probably know. Just uh, enjoying life, uh, just hitting that new that new phase, you know what I'm saying, that new gear, just trying to yeah. figure it all out after the whole, you know. You know how it is. Yeah, you get of course. Come on. I, I didn't figure it out. I just pretty much, like, fought the cops for about five years. So uh, <laughs> I was just, you know, that was my, like, post-retirement. I hope you don't do that. You know, I, I hope you don't go the same path I did. Right now, bro, I got to tell you, you got a real golf vibe about you right now. You look real relaxed. You're like I'm very relaxed. You very relaxed. Yeah, You're very relaxed. Yeah, very relaxed. side, maybe? I, I, I yeah, I think, you know, it might, it might be uh, 
the South Florida thing. It might be the fact that this quarantine thing kind of got yeah. me just kind of just chilled out, you know, on a cool yeah. even vibe. It might, be the, it might be the mushrooms or the, the marijuana or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I forgot to even include those, but... Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, you're going for hippie on us? It's next level, bro. You have no idea. Oh, my his, his Instagram. Oh, my Dude, yesterday is oh Instagram. Gosh. He's in full Jamaican garb. Like, he has a Jamaican hat on. Jamaican yeah, I'm on. Dude, and, and he's... And he's it's not... You, you weren't wearing Jamaican colors? They're, they're not Jamaican. I mean, he's racist. You gotta I'm not racist. I'm not racist. And this is exactly why we need to work on your whole black experience. This Dude, is, this, is why, this, yes. is, this is why I say this. This is why I say this. But go on. Make, make, okay. make your... so he's going there. He's like, yo, I got my vegan this and my vegan lifestyle. I got mustard. I don't think I said yo one time, but go on. Right, he like, didn't say yo. Again, I got, I got Racist. He's like, I got mushrooms here. I, like, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? That video you made. Yeah, like, I know what I said. I know, playing, I know. Playing Bob Marley in the background. There's like, <laughs> dude, there's like first of all, that was cold. first of all, that was a very that was a very informative video, and that was just about what people can do before they get locked away in this quarantine for the health. So you should be saying, you know what, brother, you should try to promote that. Now you sitting up here trying to take a stab at it. I'm not. See how I'm you not are? Guys like you, Adam Hunter. Guys like you, Adam Hunter, is why the human race does not progress. I want to hear about <laughs> it, man. I was like, if I think it's those mushrooms, like the like now were those food mushrooms or those were those mushrooms like drug Portobello. Like, like for real. Nah, they were they were they were actually, you know, like therapeutic mushrooms, you know, shiitake, um, cordyceps, turkey tail. Uh, what do we have in a lion's mane? These are all Man. mushrooms that you should be taking because they're 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 neural ger, 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 uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Hey, yeah, yeah, the yeah. They're, 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 they're neuro regenerative, regenerative. Oh, they, they make your neurons grow back. Mushrooms. I lost a girl in the woods, so I I, I don't do those therapies. <laughs> well, listen, listen. You you need, no you, need, you need to stay away from mushrooms and things yeah. of that nature till you get your. <laughs> I mean, you know what, dude. Like, listen, man. I, I before 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 I lost the girl in the woods. I like had like uh, you know I was sitting with the Buddha, uh, experiencing like seven levels of enlightenment. But then, man, it went to nightmare zone real quick. Hey, so, you know what? Though? I, I I think though honestly, I think that if you if you did something like the toad, I think that's what you need to do, man. The toad. The toad. Oh, the toad. 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 Oh, oh lick at the toad. toad. No, no, no lick. No lick. No oh. lick. It's 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 a it's five meo DMT. That's what it is. And you, and right. you smoke and you smoke the toad, and the experience that you have from smoking the toad, it it forever changes you. Whoa, 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 whoa. Rajad, slow down, man. I can my my brain. Okay, I'll generalize. go slow. I'll go slow. I'll go slow. Time out. Smoking toad. So I, I so you, shove a, I no, shove, no, 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 no. So, so, so listen, so listen, so listen. It's not an actual toad. Oh, it's a oh, secretion from. It's a secretion from the toad. It, it comes from the toad's back. The toad shit. And when you smoke it, it it's it's five meo DMT. And when you smoke it, you have an experience where it. Uh, you see, you see what this is all about. That's the that's the best way to say it because words really can't do it any justice. So I got when you have it, 
I gotta scrape. You the know, toilet. you don't. You don't. Have, no, no. You don't have to do it. In, you don't have to do anything. You just go to a, a shaman or a practitioner or someone. They usually do them at like, um, like ceremonies, and then you do like a ceremony, and then you go and you have this experience. And it's a very, it's a very cathartic thing. Like somebody like you, I think it'll help you. And I say that because you have so many layers, and you have so many just different, different, you know, areas where you probably haven't even expressed that emotion. You're, and you're this is just kind of like. What, yeah. What's that? I feel like you're becoming a shaman. Are you like in some kind of <laughs> oh, shaman? Oh, I was the bad guy. Right I'm bringing this up, and I'm the bad no. guy. And no, I was no, like, my bad. No, no, I, no, 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 no. No, I'm not. I'm. Am I yeah. a shaman? I mean, I mean what, what you're is getting there, bro. You're starting to <laughs> talk in this hypnotic tone, where I'm like, uh huh, uh huh. <laughs> and eventually, like, I'll be fucking the ugly chick that you no, bring into the club. No. No. Hot your cult. Nah, you know what? You know what? It it liberates your mind from all of those things. It'll liberate oh, wow. your mind from all of those things. Really? All right. Well, yeah, bro, bro, you know. just tell me where I where I go to smoke some toad. And I'll check. I got my you. You listen, listen. Nah, you won't tell your prohibition. <laughs> oh, my bad, my bad. All right, I won't. I won't. Never mind. Meanwhile, that's right. meanwhile he's meanwhile. He, so me and Rashai, we go way back. I love Rashai. He says I need yeah, yeah. more black experience, right? So you I'm in Miami. Yeah. I'm in Miami, and Dean Thomas takes you to a soul food restaurant, right? And it, it's black. I mean, it's black. Like, like it was people playing dominoes. Okay, it was the whole thing. And and guess who didn't show up? He goes, Rashad goes, I can't come because I'm kind of scared to go to that, that neighborhood. And I was, uh, I was yeah, like, Yeah, but, oh. but Rashad probably had beef with like, probably bang somebody's <laughs> chick over there. You know what I mean? Oh he got this guy. He just sent so. some toads. He sent three toes in his, in his uh, place. So. <laughs> no, I said, what did, what did I say, Adam? What did I say? I said, uh, what did I say? I, had, I think I had something going on that time. He did have something. Sure. By the way, uh, a different topic. How's your kid doing a comedy? He's doing good, man. He's doing good. He's still sticking with it, man. He loves it. He's a wrestler now, too. That's awesome. Awesome. Look at me. Yeah, he's a wrestler. Man, after my heart, a wrestler. That's what I'm saying. That's that's why I said it. That's why I said it. You must have influenced him. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's great, man. That was, that was hey, the not, first I was, time I learned that Adam was a wrestler, it kind of bugged me out for a while because you you look at Adam and he don't look like he'll be that like that wrestling kind of guy. He don't look like he can wrestle, but he actually can wrestle. Uh, thanks, man. So speaking of wrestling, I was looking at your high school, right? I was going through your high school stats, right? In 1997, you took fourth in the state at 140. Yep. 1998, you went up to 171. So you gained, what's that, 20, 25, 26 pounds? Took fourth. Then, yeah. then, then you go to JUCO and you took fourth. Then you go to the Michigan State and you took fourth in the Big Ten. Was this your goal? Was to take fourth? <laughs> like, why are you, why are you always No, bro. Listen, like, you if you go doing? through the universe, you see, like, if you go through the mystical, magical gate, how many, how many, four is the number. Four is the number. Four is the number. How many fours did I have? Was it four fours? Yeah, four fours. Oh, yeah. Four forty-four. Like, you're always taking fourth place. Like, but then, I, know. I mean, then you actually won it the next year. So that, that, but uh, he, uh, but, so, yeah. But thank you for bringing up my shortcomings. That's, you know what? <laughs> That's all he does. Yeah, yo, 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 I'm saying, like, come on, like, who does that? Who, who goes back? Damn. Who goes back and say, you know what? I'm gonna look at when you didn't win, and I'm gonna bring yeah. the, the place marker and talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, let's, Listen, let's talk about imagine being, imagine being wow. the co-host on this show, Rashad. Wow. Every day I gotta hear about that I lost to Bisman and I fucking 
got arrested this time. And I, I got last last time I had to tell a story by the time I got stabbed. No, so, you know, no, didn't lose to Bisbing Rashad. Uh, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> ah, see, see, it does it again. <laughs> oh my he's the worst, man. He's the worst. And, and he's the worst because when you go to his comedy show, yeah, he always yo, he every single time I go there, he always will say something. And then and I'm all and then he'll say something. And he's like, always be like, oh Rashad. You know, oh, he's got a, a new chick this time. Even if I like, like he always says something, no matter what. I'm just like, dude. Dude, dude Rashad Evans is, is the man. First time I met him, he came to the haha, -ha, and there was like six people in the crowd, and he sat and watched the entire show by him, like by himself. And that's when I knew this dude is, is the man. He he doesn't need anybody. He's a he's nah. Rashad, Rashad's a real guy. He's one of Solo. those dudes. Like it doesn't matter if I was. If I was in last place or if I'm in first place, Rashad will be Or in fourth place. Or in fourth place. Or in fourth place. Yeah, fourth. Like fourth. Bring up. Guy. Yeah. Rashad will be there for you, which is uh, – by the way, but I do got to say, Chris Pendleton, two-time national champion. Yeah. Said he wrestled I beat Chris. I beat Chris Pendleton, but he's going he's gonna to say – go on. He says that you were wrestling, and he was like – he was number one in the country, and you were like number 18. And he, was like, <laughs> yeah. he was like, damn, fucking – this guy's really good. Then he realized you were terrible on bottom. He said, he said, once he real, what happened? Like, uh, you, you couldn't get- First of all, it, no, no. Well, I came out there styling on him, like styling on him, something, something he ain't never seen before, right? And it kind, it kind of took him off guard. Now, this is the number one kid in the country. And I, and I was like 18. I shouldn't even been ranked. I was like, you know what? I'm going to get smashed up. Let me just go and style on this kid real quick. And I was out there just, just doing good. And it got to the point where we went to overtime. And then after overtime, we went to double overtime. And then here's the thing about it. So in overtime, the first overtime, I took him down. And I took him down. And then he started to cry. Like, ah, 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 ah. The referee called the point off and said it was potentially dangerous and started us on the feet again and gave up. Yeah, and took off the point. He don't want to bring up that part. He don't want to bring up that part. I always say on the show, you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. You got to do it. Yeah, Chris did get me, though. He did get me. No, he said you were awesome. He said you were awesome. He said great things about you. So, What about your son? Are you involved in coaching him in wrestling? Because, I mean, you know, you're one of the best wrestlers to ever to ever ever uh do mma so yeah you know, yeah he, i, I, I mean, gotta he's, imagine he's, it helps he's yeah he's growing he's got he's doing his thing man like he's you know you know Wait, how old got is he, he he's uh 13 mm. he's 13 he's 13 he's get he's got the he's got the passion and love for it you know what i'm saying and he got it organically it wasn't like i was i was pushing him to to do it and that's and that to me it meant more to me than anything for him to to do it off after what he wanted to do, you know, his own heart and stuff like that. Because as a father and somebody, you know, we, we share the same name and everything too. So hmm. I didn't, I definitely didn't want to like push him in a mold to have to be, you know, pegged as another fighter and everything that I did. I wanted to have his own expression, but he chose to do wrestling for himself and he's, he started to uh, enjoy it. You know, he took his lumps and, uh, but he's, he's getting better. And he loves well, it. if you ever if you ever want the top middle school wrestling coach uh, uh, in Southern California, I know him. I know oh, yeah. him personally. That's yeah, his name is Adam Greenberg. That's me. Adam Greenberg. That's my real name, by the way. 
Oh, 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 oh my goodness. I was like, who's Adam Greenberg? I was like, is that I know Adam Hunter, but yeah. Oh, oh. I think you should change his hey, he exposed your government. Yo, you just exposed his government just like that on everybody. Like, we didn't even know. Like, hey, he like like he wanted everybody to know his last name is Greenberg. Like he wanted everybody to know that, man. He called himself Hunter for a reason. <laughs> I'm trying to convince him to go back Greenberg. Wouldn't Greenberg. it make a lot more sense? When you're, you know what you're getting into, when you meet Adam Greenberg, I'm sorry, Adam. Oh, sorry, Adam. you're a toad smoker. I am <laughs> totally a toad smoker. <laughs> oh, my oh God. man. Now, Rashad, there are two, I, there, you obviously had so many great fights. Two of your fights, though, stand out. When you beat Phil Davis, I mean, because you were the first guy to beat Phil Davis, who looked like he was, they were trying to prep Phil Davis to beat yeah. John Jones. And when you knocked out Chuck Liddell. Hmm. Now, I was there, guys, by the way. I was like right there. And I, I, my mind got the quietness in that Atlanta arena was hilarious. Like, <laughs> it, was it was quiet. Like, ha ha. I was just, because you know what I mean? It was this weird, good old boy type vibe going. And when you fucking knocked them out, I was laughing my I did the classic mayhem laugh. <laughs> yeah, they, it, 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 it was like walking through the uh, crowd. It's like, boys, we about to have a hanging tonight. They were, <laughs> 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 hey, hey, it was, it was, they was like, they were not happy at yeah. all about that, man. It, it was, that's the no, wrong but, place to knock out Chuck Liddell, I'll tell you now that. Now, those but, two guys fight each other, though, right? The, the, now, the guy that knocked out Chuck and the, the guy who knocked out Oh, they're gonna beat Phil Davis. Who 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 wins that fight? Were you a better fighter that night or against Phil Davis? Um, I don't know. I, I just it, you know, I th I think the night with Chuck, I was just on like a different level as far as like my energy level. You know what I'm saying? Like for instance, I went out there winning another man's cup. Like, mm. like I lost. I left my cup in the hotel room because I was so nervous and everything. And uh, Nate Marquardt just got done from fighting. <laughs> And I was like, dude, I left my cup. And then, and then they were like, yo, we're going to have time to go back and get it. And then Bert was like, no, we ain't got a time. We got to go. We got to go. And I'm like, oh, man. They just gave me Nate's cup. I mean, we carved out some, uh, some extra room in it. But, I mean, it, it was, you know, the gross part about it was like it was, you know, because he just fought. It was, yeah. it was a fight. A post-fight cup. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was, a post-fight cup. Oh, but that's geez. how bad that that's the zone I was in that night. So that that Rashad Evans was hard to beat. If you if you want to wear another man's cup yeah. and you go out there and make that sweat your own, oh you want to win, you know? Did you ask your shaman like you think that like the double testosterone might have like helped you that night, you know? It might hey, it might have. It might have. <laughs> it might have, man. You know what? Eight dick cheese. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hey, but, to, but you know, but the Phil Davis fight, though, I feel like you had to do like a wider variety of skills. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. And I, you know, and like that was like a different type of fight. You know? No, yeah. it was it was it was because Phil, you know, he was, um, you know, he he brought a different kind of style. You know, he, yeah, he, he could do it all. Up. Yeah, he can yeah. do he can do it all pretty well, and. Um, Phil was was very tricky because of his explosiveness and his athleticism was was like a weird combination of just yeah. like great skills you know like one time I went in on his legs and he had this like that some flexibility and you know and then you realize how why you can never score on him and wrestle I had to mm -hmm. figure out something like that and then even with the striking you know uh, he threw one kick that just I just barely yeah. it just barely grazed me 
and I didn't even see it. And I'm just like, wow, good thing I, that didn't, you know, that didn't hit me because I barely even seen it, you know, but he had that ability just to throw stuff out of nowhere. So that fight was tough uh, for many reasons, but I was happy because I felt like in that fight, I took the fight out of him. You know, I can just see the fight just kind of seep out of it. And, and to have that feeling as a fighter, when you just feel the fight bleed out of a fighter, mm-hmm. metaphorically yeah. speaking, that it right there is the biggest part of a victory. Like that's the victory right there, you know? That's, a, that's yeah. awesome. Now you train a lot of great guys. Um, the uh, Usman versus Colby fight, was that closer than you thought it was going to be? Uh, yeah, well, I, I did. I did think it was closer. It was closer than I thought it was going to be just because I didn't, I didn't expect uh, Colby to have that much dog in him, you know, honestly speaking. You know, I, I know that Colby, you know, he, he brought um, great pressure, uh, consistent stand-up, consistent ground game, but he wasn't, you know, doing anything, anything too well. Like, he wasn't, like, no. with, with massive power or nothing like that, you know, and I didn't really think that he had a dog in him. I thought he was more like a front-runner type of fighter, you know, as long as he was beating you, then he'll, then, then, then he'll, he'll do work on you. So when I seen him fight Kamaro and I seen him, you know, Kamaro start going off, you know, starting to get ahead. And then, him, then he, then he came back and he responded. I was surprised at how he responded. I was surprised at, at his combinations and the variety and just his fight IQ. You know, he really, he really impressed me that night to be honest a lot. Yeah. I mean, but you kind of had to expect him to like put up a bunch of numbers, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah. being stronger, you know, would have been, did you, like, did you guys, did you guys, like, even work wrestling for that fight? Because it, well, it didn't seem like it. Well, see, I mean, that, that's the thing. And that, and that, and that was a testament to, to um, you know, to, to just how on the level Kobe was at night because Kamaru is, like, he's exceptional. Like, when, when he yeah. decides to take somebody down, he can take them down. And, and when, and, and that game that he plays where, where he keeps people in that, in that gray zone where they don't know if he's going to shoot or he's going to strike – that that yo-yo that he keeps people on, he can usually get people on a the hook there and just kind of make them just feel like vulnerable to even be out there with him, you know. So he has that ability. But you know, um, it, it was it was we we knew that there would be points where he could wrestle, but we didn't want him to just go out there and just gas himself out trying to force that grinding wrestling game out, you know, because. Yeah. The, the difference that we felt with, with, with the fighting, the, the, the striking power, I mean, the striking between the two was the power. Yeah. And I think at the end of the fight, that's exactly what it showed. Yeah, that's, exa- yeah, that's exactly what happened. Oh, so I get it. Because you didn't want, you didn't want Usman to, to scramble so much. Because I felt like that was, that was the way for Kobe to win. In my, in my mind, before the fight, I, I was talking, I was breaking it down with the, some analysis. Where I was saying that if Kobe can force a bunch of scrambles, so that's why Usman didn't want to wrestle, huh? Yeah. He didn't want to make it into you a scramble wanna, game. Yeah, and, and, and neither one of them did. You know, there's a reason why yeah. a wrestling match is six minutes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah, six yeah. minutes. It's six minutes for a reason. And, and you're the best wrestler in the world. You can't wrestle for that long. So uh, at, at that point, you're trying to think, okay, so what, where am I going to hedge my bet? You know, mm-hmm. and, and I think that, you know, with the reach advantage that he had and just his the overall physical – you know, just just how much bigger he was than, yeah. than Kobe. I thought that that was something that you know made the bigger difference when it came to just the damage that Kamara was able to land and, and uh, you know put on Kobe. Did you hear that Dean Thomas left ATT? I did hear that, man. But yo, Dean's been on a roll lately. I've been following him on IG, man. Dean is pretty, getting pretty hot. I wonder where he goes. 
Well, he's opening up his own gym. Ah, okay, why okay. Why don't you leave your gym and you guys can combine superpowers? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely work with Dean. You know, I would. Um, I'm definitely gonna check in to see what he's doing. You know, because I got nothing but love for Dean. Dean's been always been one of my favorite guys, and I never got a chance to work with him. So if he got his own gym, I'm gonna be up in those doors, like, yo, Dean, <laughs> let me learn something. Dude, that's Dean, Dean's, Dean's old school. Dean knows so much, man, huh? Dude, that one kick you landed on Sean Ch Salmon, I was watching that last night. You know, he was like nine and one when you fought him. Oh, yeah. I was supposed to fight Sean Salmon, and then fucking, yeah. And then Rashad puts him in the cemetery, and then Dude, I never got to fight him. Yeah. He lost <laughs> eight fights. He was nine and one. He kicked yeah. him so hard. He lost eight fights after that. Like, oh, my God. Down. That was like, cause it's yeah, man. That's that. I, ooh, that, that fight right there, man. That that fight. I I remember that fight like it was yesterday, man. I remember the first round of that fight. I was trying so hard to work different techniques because this guy came in as a late replacement, and we didn't really have much video on him. But he knew he was a wrestler, so we were kind of like looking at him, like, all right, we're just gonna try out different things. And uh, the first round, I was trying out all different kind of like movements and different kind of kicks and. And I couldn't hit anything. And the, the harder I tried, the, the more he was, you know, the better he was doing. He was taking me down and, you know, holding me down, making it hard for me to get back up. And just it was just a terrible round for me. And then to make matters worse, he was even talking shit while he, <laughs> while he was even, yeah, he was even talking shit while he was on top of me. So I'm just Wait, like. Wait, what was he saying? He was like saying like, I forget, like something like, yeah, that's what you, like you can't get up. Like I'm going to make you my bitch or something like he was, I forget <laughs> what he was saying, but it it. It was like, it was getting me mad. I'm just like, oh my God, this guy's, you know, because before the fight even happened, he was kind of talking the same way. And then when he was in the fight, he was winning the fight and then he was talking shit. And then we, I go to the second round and I look at Dana White before I go to my corner and Dana White is looking at me like, bro, you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that's, that's, what he, that's what he has to be saying, right? Because he has that look on his eyes and I'm like, all right, I know Dana, I know that's what he's probably thinking. So the next round, I go out to the, the next round, and I'm more, um, I'm kind of mad, and it's kind of like, it's like really the first time in a fight that I actually felt mad, you know, because normally in a fight I feel like it's it's like not really a fight to me. It's more like I don't know, like playing, you know. Sure. That was the first time I actually felt mad, and uh, everything everything I threw, I was like, I'm gonna put a hole through him when I hit him. I'm gonna put a hole. I can't wait. And then when I caught him with that kick. Oh my gosh, it was yeah. just like, uh, yeah. You guys ever train together? Yeah. Who was that? You and Mayhem? Nah, huh? Did yeah, we? we did. Yeah, we yes, did. We where? Did. Yes, we where, did. Where, 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 where? I remember. With uh, King Mo back in Southern California, yeah. San Diego. <laughs> that was awesome. Okay, I remember. With, who, was, who was the coach? Uh, who was it? Ryan, Ryan, um, yeah, Ryan was over there. Ryan. Who else were we with, though? You guys there was like a whole room. Who, who, uh, huh? who, who, who won the sparring? No, I think we had a pretty good sparring. I think Mayhem caught me with a couple good shots. Mayhem, yo, listen, Mayhem was Mayhem. No, Mayhem was good. You know why he was catching me? I think because he was awkward as hell. I remember. Yeah. I remember thinking. I remember being frustrated yeah. because, like, he was catching me with a few more shots, and I was getting frustrated because he was awkward. And I'm like, what yeah. the hell? Step I remember strange. That. Yeah, I was step yeah. strange and like do yeah, weird I, stuff and yeah, jerk was, and jiggle. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember that. That. that was a great days. I was like fighting in Japan back then. Nerdy. Those were awesome. Was that after Bully Beatdown or before? 
after it was, be- and re- it was before it was before bully oh, beatdown before yeah, yeah it was before yeah. it was like it was like right before you got back on the scene and everything like before you started to get back in the ufc yeah yeah and japan was yeah japan was like paying the bills like i, I loved it over there it was crazy Are we talking yeah, about, I remember is, uh, is rumble coming back i heard he's coming back yeah rumble's coming back rumble looks good too man you got to see rumble Rumble he's looks good. You got to wait. He's, got, he's mad at you? Oh, because yeah. you made a bad joke? It was a good joke. <laughs> uh, <I don't> <laughs> good joke yeah. for who, Adam? For who? Yeah, was, good joke for I the fans. Know what, I don't even know what joke it was, but like, I, I, I'm like, what's up, Rumble? He's like, hmm. I'm like, all right. Like, he, that's not the guy that I ever want. Like, I feel like he could, wait, like. Wait, wait. You don't even know what joke that you made that pissed him off? I don't even think well, he knew what joke it was. I think he just knows that there was a joke made, you know, like. Uh, no, I he, he, no, no, he knows there was a joke made. He probably would look at it probably like, yo, this dude is, 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 is on my ex list. No, one time, he, <laughs> one time I called him up. I called him up after he got mad at a joke. What happened was, so I, I was like, yo, man, are we cool? And he's like, and we talked for 20 minutes and he, he was awesome. And it was joked and this and that, but I think maybe he forgot about the call. Uh, I just remembered, but. <laughs> But tell him I, said, I don't know. <laughs> so, so what he says? So now he's saying he's stupid. He can't remember a phone call. Huh? Oh, oh. This, this, this is just getting worse. This is just getting worse, Adam. Just stop. Let's just. He was one of my favorite fighters, Rumble. He was. I'm gonna tell him, man. I'm gonna tell him. I'm gonna tell him yeah. that you're good, and I'm gonna tell him that you make off remarks to me. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Rashad. You, and, Adam and, I'm gonna, and, I'm, and I'm gonna say and I'm gonna say, listen, it's just a part of being his friend. Like he he can't help it. He yes. can't help it. He, By the way, your wife a, he needs a he needs a black diplomat. Yeah. His wife, you ever see his wife? Oh great. That's gonna help. Oh, no, 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 not real rumble. No, Justify his wife. No, Rashad's wife. Rashad's wife. Oh, okay. She 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 turned twenty one last week and uh Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh jeez, the stand-up comedy circuit is mean to him. Hey, this is my friend Rashad. Look at look at Rashad. See, this, look, look this, and this is and this is the problem of the quarantine. So so since he can't get out and do his yep. his material, now we become <laughs> yes. part of his act. Exactly. Now he he, exactly he gets it on, on us and say, "Mei Mei," and look, there's Rashad. Oh my goodness, look at this cutie. It's <laughs> Rashad. He's one of the best fighters in the world. He was the UFC champion. Champ of the whole UFC, and he was one of the best ever too. And he's a, he's a C, and he's guys very strange. Um, so oh my gosh, he's so cute. <laughs> What's her name? Her name is Violet. 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 Yeah, this is it's, it's Rashad. So um, yeah. Hi, Violet. So listen. So are you retired again? Because you were you were unretired. Oh my gosh. No, I've 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 stayed retired. I thought about coming back, and then, and I'm still thinking about it. You know, if something comes along, then, then I'll do it. You know, if the opportunity comes along, then I'll do it. But well, contract Adam, wise, Adam, you're Adam right to do now, you want. Adam, right now, I'm just enjoying good health right now. You know what I'm saying? Good. And, good. And, and and I feel and I feel great. And you know, that's where I'm at right now. You know, why do, why do we feel the, why do we feel the need to put it in a box though? You know, we, you know what I'm saying? We need to put We're it in a box. Because I read an article saying you were not retired, and then you told Mayhem at the beginning of the podcast, "I'm retired." So I was just asking you a question. Well, I, I I'm retired. I'm retired until I sign a contract. So yeah, I'm retired. All yeah, right. That's the way you do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Now, uh, now, any any more movies? He was in like a, a Sodenberg movie. This dude. 
Oh, what? Stodenberg. <laughs> Wait, what movie were you? <laughs> what? what? I don't, for, I don't, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying. I don't even know what he's talking about. I don't know what he's talking about. So I'm you not with Rampage. You and Rampage were in a movie together. It was. Oh, a- boss, boss level, boss level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. boss level. It's still, it's still gonna come out. It still hasn't come out yet. Came out yet. But um, I don't know. It was supposed. To, it was actually supposed to come out this spring. This spring, but without everything that's happening right now, who knows? But it's a big movie. There's like a lot of stars in that movie, right? Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty. Uh, it had a lot of, a lot of people in it. A lot of, a lot of good people in it. And yeah. anybody that you really would know, or huh? <laughs> you really selling? Yeah, it has a lot of people yeah. you know. Like he was who? setting you up. Yeah, who? What the fuck? Oh, are you I'm talking just, about I know. God damn! Get off the toad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so who? Who is the star of the movie? Frank. Frank Grillo is the star of the movie. He's the best. And, you know Frank and, Grillo um, and uh, the Punisher. The Punisher. Okay. This guy yeah, is Frank. Just killing it. Yeah. Yeah. You got um, uh, Mel Gibson's in there. You have. It's it's like you have a, a like there's a like the list of celebrities that's in this, this thing is probably I don't know a lot. No. I don't. I, I'm not. I'm. I don't. I don't really. I don't really know like the celebrities like that. I'm gonna be honest. Like I don't know like like if you. I don't know them all like that. I don't know. I don't. I don't know we get that. it. We get it, bud. You're you're not you're not reading the tabloid. Like Adam Hunter, yeah, but yeah, he's not Bill Gibson and Frank Grillo. It's coming out. Yeah. yeah, but I didn't, I didn't go around, I didn't go around like going around Take like, having him sign my bo- no. book and stuff like that. Yeah. I didn't have him do that. <laughs> it was, I mean, you had, a, you, had a, you had a big part though, right? Decent part. Yeah, me, yeah, I did. Me, me and me and Rampage, um, we play uh, German twins. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? It's yeah. a comedy then. Yo, it's it's funny as hell. Yeah, it's funny as hell. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's funny. Awesome, we man. play Jeremy Twins, man. Uh, and it and it was cool because it, you know, I actually got a chance to to uh, really get to know Rampage just outside of the whole the whole Ultimate Fighter show. And it, and it was pretty and it was pretty refreshing though. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, like you know, even if you see each other in past, and even after you have the fight, you have you know that respect for each other, but you don't really know each other. You don't really have that chance to uh, get to know them, but it was it was actually cool to actually work with him for you know a few weeks to get to know him a bit. You get to learn he a German really, accent, a real, huh? You get to learn a German accent. Did I learn it? No, I, I didn't learn a German accent. Yeah, I, yeah, actually, we did we did do a German accent. What am I talking about? Yeah, we, well, come on, give me give us some German <laughs> accent. It, was, it, was, it, was, it wasn't like a German accent. It was more like we were saying things in German, like we were talking in German. <laughs> <laughs> well, give us yeah. one of your lines there. Yeah, we had German lines. <laughs> you don't remember any? Nah, remember I don't one? remember. It was a while ago. It was like it was like it was a while ago, man. It's like I can't. And at the time, I had to like I I would say it over and over again and still mess it up. But I forget. <laughs> I forget. I forget. We shot a Nazi. I love it. I gotta see this movie, The Boss Man. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It sounds like an epic the movie. Boss level. The boss yeah, it is, level. man. Yeah, hell yeah. It's a game changer for sure. It's a game changer for sure. I love it. I love it. Well, listen, you do a great job on the UFC analysis, by the way. You're the, you're the, you're the, you're the best up there, for real. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're big fans of that. I'm a big fan of your analysis. Every, yo, 
You said this to probably everybody, but thank you, Adam. I appreciate oh, I it. I, I appreciate it. No one else comes on my show. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, trust me, dude. Trust me. This, this quarantine is like making our show happen. And now that the quarantine is off, everybody's coming on our show because nobody wants to be in the same room as Adam. So, yeah, yeah Adam. Adam, yeah. see? Dude, you know what, though? You, you, you do a hard job, though. You know what it is? Because you say some some things that people can get very upset about and then you have to then turn around and then ask them to be yeah. on your podcast. It's a very complex thing there. I don't know how you pull it off sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, very delicate thing you have. Well, very I delicate. Also, I have a little bit of a code. I don't make fun of people when they get knocked out or they lose. Like I, I heard someone talk true. to you when, you when you got knocked out and wanted you to sign a picture of you getting knocked out, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. People have done that, yeah. And you say, get the fuck out of here, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I did, I did. I mean, why would... Yeah. The fuck... You know, what, you know what? Here's what I should have done. I should have signed it and then kicked him in the face and then... <laughs> and took a picture of him. <laughs> woke him up and had him sign it. No, that's, 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 that's too much, that's too much. That's too much, that's too what much. What kind of an asshole much. does that? Like, goes up to a person and be like, hey, this, this is probably the lowest point of your life. Uh, can, will you sign a picture? It's like, like, Adam, 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 come on, bro. We both know, okay, the average MMA fan, okay, half of them are dumber than that. <laughs> you know, they, know. They, he, they probably, you know, he probably like, like a joke with his friends, yo, I bet, yo, I bet, I bet, I bet you, you know, I bet I'll do it, I bet I'll do it. That kind of nah. thing, you know how people- I, I don't even think so, Rashad. I think that people are just dumb. Like they, yeah, they uh, don't even look at us, and I know that, that a lot of people, they don't even look at us like real people. We're just right. like this thing on TV. Right, yeah. And so people, like some people are like, they get it, they get it, they're fans and they're, they get the vibe. Other people are just like, Wow, this guy is on TV, so yeah. he'll sign this paper. And you know, I, I you can't really be that mad at him. They're just dumb. No, you gotta. You, there's a certain tact as a human being. You don't have someone sign a picture of that. Like, uh, you never do that. Like, that's that's an idiotic thing. Like, that's like I don't know. It's just to me, that's like, come on, man. And I'm happy you signed it. I'm happy. Yeah. I know what's next. Thank you. Like, you don't go to like, a funeral and take a picture. Say, hey, can you, if your, your mom died. You said a picture. Oh, no. like, oh, like, like, it's, like, who does that? That's, that's <laughs> a, a sicko. A sicko does that. Somebody, somebody who just who's, who wants to get a reaction. And once I seen you want to get a reaction, I was like, all right, you know, just smile it off. Like, all right, cool, man. I mean, You're not going to get it, buddy. You're not going to get me twice. Oh my God! Especially a guy that can murder them with one hand. You know? Oh my gosh! So Colby Covington yeah. said he he wants to fight Fifty Cent in a boxing match, uh, and he wants to do it with one hand tied behind his back. Who do you think wins this fight? Oh my God! Colby will murder him with one hand. One hand, murder him. All right. <laughs> See, huh? did I not say the exact same thing? Okay? Your fighter friends are saying it. Like Fifty Cent don't know how to box. All right. Okay. So so wait. So listen. So fifty has to fight him, right? Yeah. No. Uh, he, he can't. He can't evade him. He ha he would have to fight him. He can't run. Yeah. He can't pick up anything. And a boxing. Yeah, he will lose, dude. He only boxing. Only boxing. Uh oh. What what hand? What hand does Kobe get? His right hand. Right, <laughs> yeah, his right hand. That's, bro, you're going exactly. We did this on the podcast like a month ago. 
and you're asking all the same questions I did. Exactly. He said he said he said he could pick the hand, according to Colby. Pick the hand. Oh, he could pick the hand. Yeah. Uh, if he, if if Fifty could pick the hand, I don't think so because I don't think that Colby can knock him out with his left hand. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I would agree with that statement. There you go. <laughs> Mayhem, so no, well, you didn't agree with that. You said he would kill him with one hand. No, I I think that it would be just a jab fest. How many rounds we talking? Right. Got to do this one one-handed dance. Twelve rounds. And but here's but here's another but here's another thing though. Fifty Cent is a lot bigger than people think. Like Fifty yeah. is not like one of these other celebrities that you think and be like you you see and they're really yeah. tiny. No, Fifty will look at you and he'll be like, oh, okay. Yeah. You could. And Fifty had no USADA testing either. So yeah, I think that exactly. This will be that's, a whole that's, different. That's another. That's another thing. That's another <laughs> thing. And I got I got to watch the the baby the rest of the day. Uh, say goodbye. Um, say goodbye. Wait, so your baby just running around doing the, like during the podcast? Yes. yes. My, wife takes, oh, oh, my. My, my wife takes off work for an hour, an hour. And uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> hi, baby. Say hi, Rashad. Say hi, Rashad. Hey, baby. Say hi, Rashad. She, she has like three dolls, right? She has a white doll, a black doll, and an Asian doll. And she only plays with the black doll, right? <laughs> and then she's on Instagram playing with the doll. And all my black friends are like, uh, not all of them, but a couple. All like, the black friends, like, all in yeah. one. Jamoki, yeah, yeah, he got yeah, one black yeah. friend. He got yeah, one black friend. Black friend. So, so Jamoke, the only black friend. So Jamoki says to me, he says, <laughs> he, he says, tell her, she's a, tell her she's invited to the cookout. Like, I can't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you know that didn't happen. No, you know that didn't happen. You know, it was just, you know what? I'm done with this. Shit, man. You. I'll screenshot it for you. Yeah, no, listen, Adam, Adam is a funny comedian, but he's not hey. that funny. I can't hey. think of something that clever. Hey, <laughs> uh, did, did, did you know, did Adam, um, Mayhem, did you know that why I said that, that he needs more black friends? Why? This, this dude, this dude tried telling me that he knew black people. I know you didn't. I said, you never had a black guy sleep at your house for it. Yeah, I did. And then he says, I said, okay, what was his name? He's like, Jamoki. And I'm like, come on. <laughs> out of all the, like, like, out of all the names, now you got to find not only a black person, you got to find somebody with the blackest name. I'm like, you just made that up. You just made that up. I never even heard the name Jamoki before. I swear, before. I swear. I had two friends, a bunch of friends in high school, but one of them was came Kwaku. And Jamoki, um, and Jamoki, Jamoki, I swear, Jamoki Mendez, right? He was from from the uh, from Brooklyn. Um, and the thing was, so the fans were like, "That's bullshit." So then they took pictures of like like people in Africa, and then put my and then put my face next to it, like they did. Oh my god! And they put like Adam's black friends or something, and then sent it to Rashad. I was like, Oh, oh funny man. Yeah, I feel like Rashad might be able to be like your uh, black diplomat to kind of help yeah. you, you know what I mean? Help you uh, reach out to the African-American community. No, I look, Rashad probably is one of my blackest friends because we booked him for the <laughs> podcast and he's going to stay. So, so just so, like, you know, he is late. Um, but listen, no, I'm just, <laughs> just, I'm just, I'm kidding. What? I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, he, does, he does hacky black jokes, bro. Oh, it's just on. the way he all, does. Listen, all, all day, all, all no, day. Rashad has no stereotypes, obviously. He's now a drug dealer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> no wonder Phil Davis wants to kill you on site. Yo, Phil, you got beef with Phil too? No, it's Rumble. Rumble. I like. Oh no, my bad. Yeah, Phil's not black. Oh my god! I'm I, I about to say. I, now I know why Rumble. Now I know why Rumble is, is feeling the way he feels about you. Matter of fact, I'm gonna go and instigate it. Nice. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll be. I'm gonna follow you on Instagram. I can't wait for this. The beef post. Listen, John, thank you so much, man. Taking time out of your uh, quarantine. Quarantine? Uh, yeah. Podcast. Thank you, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. No problem. Can we do it again like tomorrow? I'm bored. I'm bored. Yeah. yeah. I'm bored. I'm Hell bored. yeah. We're going to have uh, it yeah, all the time. Every right. day. All day. I, I don't care. I'm bored. We'll, we'll play tomorrow. I'm not going to take it. Peace. Peace. Oh, my goodness. That was the best podcast I, I think we ever did. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it could be, could be. Well, listen, uh, we will see you guys uh, next, so tomorrow, right? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. God bless America. We're doing all the time. I love it. All right. Uh, Wean Dog, you going to post it, everything? Everything good? I'll do that. By the way, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, at the Wean Dog, and on Twitch. I live streamed this episode on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Wean Dog. All right. Wow. Mayhem, Mayhem. Yeah, I guess I'll start promoting. I mean, I put the damn thing on Facebook. I, I, I hate Facebook. And, and so you're making me do it. So fine, I'll do it. Uh, also, uh, I'll put it on Twitter. You know, I'm going to try to really grow this thing. We're going to blow up, bro. We're going to blow up just like the coronavirus. We're going to go yeah. viral. Thank you very much. Uh, follow me at adamhunter.com. All my dates are postponed. Uh, yeah, all your dates are canceled. Stop trying to promote. We already did the promotion right here. This show is the promotion. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you, guys. I'll see you guys tomorrow. All right, bro. See ya. See you, we. Tunis to hook him, Dorpotan. Tavas told him, Dorpotan.